Canada Day. Maybe I should play something for Canada Day. I don't know. This is Lupe Fiasco shit. Okay, I, I can finally play songs that I fucking like. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm sure my trolls already knew, but I made mention. I tried not to make mention of anything before it. I was also nervous going, which is probably added to my fucking stress before going. But I went to Detroit for like a day or two. I mean, well for a day, well for a day. I mean, there was a whole other thing coming back, whatever. But I'll get into that. But um, I had a good time for the most part. I know, I know it's gonna be shocking to people who know me that are probably listening to this. I'm like, oh, what's he gonna say about? What's he gonna say about it? Is he gonna make? You know what I mean? While everyone's waiting in a group chat, you know, ready to fucking dissect anything that I say. Um, no, I had a, I had a good time. It was cool seeing some people. It just with with me, I was already nervous going in. Cause I was like, okay, the what's gonna end up happening is um, if I let it be known that I'm going to Detroit, my trolls the whole fucking time would have been um putting up, like, post on, you know, the, you know, that dedicated subreddit to me, saying, oh, uh, oh, he's gonna get detained, he's gonna get fucked up over there, you know what I mean, I, I didn't even want to bring it up on Twitter, because then the, 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 there'd be people who are connected in the wrestling world also, who would then, like, maybe have somebody uh, around the, because everyone's connected, right, everyone ha- will have someone there to fucking try to pick a fight or try an argument with me and all that kind of shit, you know what I mean? So I gotta be honest, I was nervous going because you know I'm, I felt I always felt that I was not allowed in the U.S. for a, for a while or something like that. Like I was never really invited out to other fucking shit for other vacations and all that kind of shit. So, uh, you know, I was actually shocked that I would be going to Detroit for AEW. I'll I'll focus on the AEW portion when I do the recap. This is just me talking about like my mind state because. I come to a realization that I, I don't think I can be fucking social as much as I fucking used to anymore, really. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there'll be instances where I fucking have a good time and it'll go good. And then I feel like, 
and again, it, it it became a it became a meme during 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 the fucking triple. Also, that I'm a, I'm a if the worst thing you can say about me is that I'm, I'm a Sopranos mark, then I don't know what to fucking tell you. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, you know, it's, it's like you know what I mean. Like I, I'll, I'll notice like little fucking things between you know, like I, I don't want to pay again. People who probably went with me probably could be like, oh, he's painting it as all oh, a negative and we just had a good time like, like yeah we had a good fucking time but at the same time I was also nervous and I didn't want to show my vulnerability of why I was nervous there and all that kind of shit because of you know what was going to happen and then I was also then after the event which was already exhausting enough whatever you know what I mean because I, I, I went there with no sleep I didn't so I didn't sleep the whole time from from like uh from from Tuesday so like the last time I slept was like the last time I slept before going to the trip was like two, so I woke up at like you know like 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 two or three p like two two p.m. on on Tuesday, right? I stayed up. I did. I stayed up the whole night to do. That's why I did that whole fucking recap. I had to push through, even though it was early in the morning. I went to sleep for maybe twenty minutes or so. Then I went. Uh, th- then we had to go to. Uh, we had to go. We 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 had to go to Branford, and then we had to go to um, Sarnia, and then we went to Michigan, and then when we came back, we went through Windsor, and all that shit, whatever, right? Uh, we drove there, um, but, like, you know, uh, yeah, but then I was worried that, like, maybe, you know, they have me on fucking file, and then maybe we, we, we would be fucking stuck, and I'd be stuck in Detroit, maybe, or something like that, you know what I mean, so I was already kind of nervous even after the, after the event, even though I had a good time at the event, I had a good time in, in like, you know, for, for the most part in general on some level, but I, I mean, I can't, I, I really can't be social, for a twenty-four hour period with with, with with people, I just like to me. I feel like I I, I feel like okay, like you know, th- there'll be good things where like you know they'll cater the conversation to me a little bit and all that. It's kind of cool, whatever. Maybe hype me up a little bit on some level, or I gotta downplay my fucking celebrity status. I don't have a celebrity status, but I don't know. You know, pe- people are fascinated by the celebrity status for some reason. Um, but then you know, and then you know, then it comes to the realization that like, you know, like I feel like. Because, like, there people that I go with are, are aware of my thought process. That maybe, like, I should be happy that I'm fucking going out somewhere, anywhere. So I should be happy to just be out there. But then my fucking chemical imbalance, my mental illness. And this is why I, I come on. I, I can't really say this in front of fucking people, to tell you the truth. You know what I mean? Because the thing is, is like, if I'm outnumbered and people who are, you know, in the same kind of clique and they kind of align with each other, in any situation, I, I already know that, like, bringing up issues is not going to go well, because, like, they, they have, people have, you know, uh, backup to basically just kind of deflect what, deflect my fucking issues, you know what I mean, because, like, I, I, and again, so, in the in the tone of, of you know, in the, in the tone of maybe watching Sopranos way too much and studying how, interactions go when you know what i mean like i can i can sense like there'll be good times there'll be good things going on there'll be positive fucking shit going on there'll be laughs we'll talk about we'll make jokes and all that and then uh another portion is like that after then i fucking focus on the negative of of little jabs here and there or people you know people online that are giving me shit whatever um and uh, and you know what I mean, and then and I and I, I and then I feel like I'm like I I really don't I really do, I'm not uh, on the you know same level like 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 good for people people that I know that have you know gone up on and moved up in the world they're important and all that kind of stuff, but I, I just don't think that we're like on the, like I don't think we're like the same people you know what I mean like I have my different sets of morals I mean or different outlook sorry different outlook and they have their outlook, 
You know what I mean? And, and, and I'm not trying to paint this as like a fucking super negative fucking thing, but it was fucking really, I don't know, like just 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 small things. You know what I mean? Just small things. You know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? Just just, just little things about like okay, you know what I mean? Like debating on who plays what music and all that kind of stuff is like okay, even even that's become like a political fucking a political fucking you know uh, issue within within groups and all that. Like I, I have to realize that what the call like that that if I make a suggestion about fucking music that no one is gonna you know want to really fucking give two shits what I have to fucking say really, but I I didn't fucking mention it because I knew the trolls would fucking have a field day with putting paranoia in my fucking head so I didn't advertise. I mean I'm sure they were aware that I was going, but like if I if 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 I if, if I wanted to see if that if I didn't mention it and then they kind of knew about it or if it leaked online where I was going. Then I would have, I mean, then it would really, because I mean, I'm sure they're watching my fucking, uh, my my journal entries and all that type of shit, so, and I was putting on all the scenarios, I, all the bad scenarios I thought were going to fucking happen, you know what I mean, and so maybe they got, you know, and, and again, if, they're, if, people are, if people are monitoring my shit, then maybe they, they knew to read my fucking thoughts, that, and then, you know, and maybe act accordingly, but, you know, I, I just felt like, I feel like in certain situations, I feel like, like I, I can't be, I can't be fucking hundred percent social like I used to fucking be. You know what I mean? I, I, I really, I really can't. Especially because I, I'm a completely different person now. You know what I mean? And maybe me not be, maybe me playing catch up and being kind of outcasted for the longest fucking time. Um, it served served me being more a little bit more humble and being more fucking you know, I op- being more fucking cons- being more considerate about the general masses in the fucking world, where you know. I'm not fucking hankering to like you know hang out with celebrities or, or you know uh, you know, just I don't know be a problematic fucking person really you know, that's just me. It was good to get some exercise. I I barely exercise so you know, it's I was struggling because of my my arthritis in my back, it fucks up my fucking it fucks up my fucking back all the fucking time. And, you know, so, I mean, it was, I mean, like, I, I kept it going. Like, the, the worst part, like, after the show, I, 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 I didn't know that I had to take a fucking shit. So, when, when I'm in the middle of, like, being, being somewhere where there's no, like, there's, like, no immediate bathroom near, and I'm wondering if I'm going to fucking shit my pants, I become a complete fucking asshole. Like, I just don't want to, I, I don't want to hear any fucking jokes. I don't want to hear any fucking, like, calming me down. I'm like, just get me to a fucking bathroom and finally went to a fucking bar. And I finally got there, and fuck, man, I fucking had a struggle to keep the fucking door closed, you know what I mean? I forget what the bar was called, but uh, some NFL, ex-NFL player named Jalen Edwards, no, sorry, Braylon Edwards, I, I keep calling him Jalen. I, I, I didn't, I, 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 had, I had no idea, I had no idea who this guy was, but my friends knew who he was. I, I, I think one of my friends got kind of like a little pissed. I was like, hey, can I get a picture? I mean, the guy was open to taking a picture with me. I mean, maybe he knew me, I don't fucking know, but... Um, what the call? I took a picture with the fucking guy. Like, why not? Like, the, the guy seemed like a friendly fucking dude. You know what I mean? So, so, sometimes I see. I, 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 I took a big game about like not wanting to meet celebrities, but then the first fucking time I, I, I fucking see a celebrity, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll take a picture with you. You know what I mean? I, sh- I should just fucking played it cool, but you know, whatever. I don't know. It became a whole fucking meme with me. You know what I mean? I, I just, I, I just didn't, you know. And, and then and then going to like an air going into an Airbnb for the first time like it was even like a process to do that like it was it was it was eye opening because I never been I never been to Airbnb we went to some loft right um, in Detroit right and then we had to go and find we had to go and find the key that was under some lockbox 
and then you gotta put a password for the like the you got you have like a you know a combination fucking password, and then you get the key out and then you go and you do that and there's some waft and you know. There was like a, I we didn't know that there was like another another bed near it, but I need I needed a bed definitely. Like I I offered even like if anyone else wants to sleep on the bed, but by the time we got back, I was like already fucking like half asleep. So I don't think anyone could have gotten. But there was obviously there was a bed apparently underneath the fucking bed. I had no fucking clue about that. You know. You know I just uh, I don't know man. And then you know we 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 walked around. We we went we we went to a strip club for a little bit. I'm I'm convinced that like, like it was only for like a little bit. You know what I mean? We didn't really do much, whatever. We just just kind of just seen Detroit nightlife. But like, I was not in the fucking mood because I didn't. Conv- I had to use a credit card for a lot of stuff. I didn't want to use a credit card in a fucking strip club, right? And I fucking I didn't convert enough. I didn't convert my cash to. Uh, I thought maybe in Detroit they would fucking be kind of lax about like letting me use um, Canadian money, maybe because like you know what I mean. Maybe they just had to find a conversion rate about it. I didn't fucking, uh, you know, uh, so yeah, so like I, and, and, and the thing is like, first of all, I, I, okay, maybe ATL fucking has like the best strip club or something like that, but the one that we went, the one I went to, like, you know, like, you know, at least in, in the Canadian ones, like, you know, the, the, the women are getting all topless, like, the, the, they're getting like, you know, all sorts of fucking naked in, in, in the Canadian ones, right in front of you, you know what I mean, and then lap, lap dances, like, you know, cost like, Sometimes, you know, 20 or $10, depending on where you fucking go. Montreal is like $10, apparently, right? And then, you know, but over, over in Detroit, it was 40 fucking bucks for one. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? But but there was, like, several people, like, in the club. Like, it felt like, you know, uh, there was, like, a fucking, like, like a video that was just playing rap music. And there was, like, a bunch of guys. Like, there, there, there was some people that, there was one guy who handed me, handed me a demo or something like that. But there was, like, some other, like, type of rappers. Like, I'm, I'm not saying, like, they're famous rappers or anything like that, right? But there was, like, some rappers there. I'm convinced that the $1 bill only exists in America. Like, you know, because in Canada, you couldn't do this, right? Cause I, I, and I was wondering how come they were done in Canada because I totally forgot that. Canada, you have loonies, right? We haven't had a $1 bill since, like, 1990 or 1989, I think the last thing, yeah, 1989 or so, was the last time you saw, like, they're, they're being phased down in the early 90s and stuff like that. And, you know, so everybody, like, a lot of people in, 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 that were there, and it, it, was, it was pretty, like, like you know, it was pretty quali- quality women for a Wednesday night. But, um, but, 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 but there was people there that had, like, one, like, like, stack of ones. So, like, I'm, I'm convinced that, like, the only reason why in the U.S. they haven't fucking exchanged uh, they haven't taken the the one dollar bill and made it a fucking coin, is because it serves the purpose of like having ones for a strip club, basically. You know what I mean? And 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 and, and, and you know and then and then and, and you know and then the thing is is like you know, so you go and you give like a fifty fifty bucks to the whatever, and then they'll give you fifty dollars in ones, basically. You know. But it, I know it, it, it was like you know I I wish I was like more in a better mood to kind of embrace that. But I was already fucking tired. I didn't sleep, and then it, and, and then coming back was a whole fucking thing as well. Because then we went we went near like this ocean in Windsor, and it was like uh, it was like, like right across from it was where you know that song by Royce to Five Nine Bobble Bobble Island Bobble Boat or whatever. Um, yeah, so, like, you saw Bobble, it said Bobble Island, whatever, and obviously the boat isn't there anymore, that's where the amusement park is, whatever, but then my brother, he lost his phone somehow, and then we spent, like, at least an hour or two 
looking up and down every single fucking place, and then you know, and then we had to go home. And then we had to go home, and, then, and by the time I got home, I was like seven thirty p.m. And on the way home, I was like trying to upload some videos. You know, I didn't want to like, over upload them on fucking on on Instagram or Facebook, so I just put them on Twitter. You know what I mean? The thread got fucked up. So just, just, just if you want to look at the, I I took mainly fucking video of the event of some of the event because it was kind of a it was kind of surreal going to AEW basically you know what I mean I don't know but just in general though like you know what I mean like I I, I have to analyze this stuff because I, I've been uh, alone for a long time right and sometimes I feel like when I go out sometimes like there's like you know like I, I feel like because I can't fucking say oh yeah people have kept secrets from me like, I have to fucking no-sell people going, oh, you don't come to, you, like, you don't leave your house often and all that. And it's like, well, I'm not really invited out to, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just, it just, I, I don't know, I, I just, I, I come to the realization that I just don't fucking, you know, that I don't, like, and, I, and I'm not saying it's all bad, because, like, you know, the p- people cater the conversation to me and stuff like that, like, talking about conspiracies and which ones I believe in and all that, you know what I mean? Like, those effort, like, I, like, I, I don't want to say it was, like, a good, t- but, but my, but my mental illness now focuses on the fucking negative, unfortunately, and, and the fucked up thing is, if I come on here and start saying a bunch of negative fucking shit, that's gonna obviously anger people, because, you know, people are waiting with bated breath, and I say that fucking loosely where they're going to analyze what I'm fucking saying and maybe act accordingly or get fucking pissed off at me on some fucking level. And sometimes I feel like there is kind of fucking tension there on some fucking level. I, you know, but whether people want to admit it or not, you, people can keep saying that's in my fucking head. It, it isn't in my fucking head. The game has fucking changed of where people are in this world and where people have moved up on the world. And maybe I'm not ready to fucking move up because I would honestly tell you the truth. I would prefer if I was not really here anyways, because the world is going to a fucking shittier place. I'm going to talk about the politics uh, um, uh, that's in the news, right? Like, you know what I mean? I didn't get a chance to, whenever, like, there's one thing to cover the wrestling shit that I got to fucking cover or whatever, but like, you know, I've been so used to being alone where I caught myself in a routine where I'm catching up on podcast. I have videos of of videos I'm subscribed to where it deals with like hip-hop news, comedy news. All all that all that for all that shit whatever, and I felt fucking like I felt like I had to fucking catch up on all this stuff, and I wasn't caught up with the current music that I had queued up in my fucking um in my Spotify and all that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Like, it was cool to be, like, out and about, like, you know what I mean? Like, I had I had fun um, being at the event, you know, talking and, you know, like, f- like g- g- guessing guessing the card at a Sarnia house show for in, in WWE when they came here in 94 or something like that, you know what I mean? Stupid shit like that. And then going to Boston Pizza and then randomly, like, t- asking, asking, like, the waitress if she went to the last house show at WWE and she just walked away, like, what the... You know, I, 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 I was being stupid. You know, but yeah, but the thing is, I, I didn't want to fucking talk about television shows. I mean, I tried not to because I, I, I feel like you know, like you know, just in general, like what they call like if if I if I don't like a show, it feels like people kind of get angry at 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 me a little bit, or like they want to, you know, maybe I've been vocal about it, you know what I mean? Like you know, they people had it, but like you know, 
make it seem like they weren't as angry about it, whatever. But, like, I can always tell when, you know, people are fucking, you know, angry. But, you know, Detroit is a fucking beautiful fucking place, man. You know what I mean? Like, downtown Detroit is very, uh, very lively. You know what I mean? People are fucking really friendly there. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. When you when you hear about like you know Detroit, my, my friend, we went. Me and a couple of friends. Me me and my brother and another friend went to the show, to go watch Dark and all that type of stuff. The other the other the other three that went, they got to go to Eminem's fucking uh, mom's spaghetti shop, and I I kind of wanted to go there because I, I, I heard about it, but I didn't know it was in I didn't know it was in downtown Detroit. You know what I mean? Like I I, I had no fucking clue. I, I, I posted, I, I, you know, and, and uh, you know, being in Windsor, man, I, 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 there was some good food. We went to a good kebab place, man, which was pretty fucking wild. It was like, it was like different kind of kebab when it's done by Persians, I guess. You know what I mean? I, 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 I'm just a sucker for good kebabs, basically. You know what I mean? Um, you know. But, like, but sometimes I think, like, you know, pe- people, like, who, I, who, I, who, I'm, who I'm friends with, they, they might, like... Maybe on some level feel bad that we've not been as close. I haven't been able to, like, celebrate every milestone with them. I doubt, like, I'll ever, like, you know, be invited to, like, really important shit, like, anytime soon. So I feel like, like, because I stay in my house, like, sometimes it feels like, oh, well, he better be happy that, you know, we're doing this. And it feels like the only time we can connect. But because I know that, like, there's going to be more secrets in the fucking future on some fucking level. Then I feel fucking like, you know, like, okay, this is just a temporary fucking thing, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? I, I, this, this is how I fucking feel. Like, I'm not saying, like, my feelings are right. But, like, you know, I have the right to fucking think what I, what, what, what I want to fucking think. I know it's going to anger people when I fucking say shit that I fucking say because I'm kind of unfiltered in that way. And, you know, sometimes with the call, like, me, know, me knowing the fucking tactics and me knowing how, like, people, you know what I mean, like, you know what I mean, like, 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 they were, people were considered enough to go, okay, well, he hasn't been feeling good, so we'll hype him up and say he's a celebrity and all that kind of stuff, but it's like, dude, I'm not a fucking celebrity anymore, like, I'm, I really am not, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, maybe beneath the fucking surface, people are fucking connecting or, or whatever and all that, I have no, I have no fucking clue, you know what I mean, like, I, 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 I have no, I have no, I have no fucking clue about that kind of shit, but, but, but like, you know, but then sometimes, like, I, I'm afraid to get into, like, political conversations because then, like, because people might not like where I, where I, where, where my head is at mentally, where, you know, I kind of fucking hate the elite type of pe- pe- people, and then there's people who may be connected with the elite or have some association with it, you know what I mean, so then I don't really want to, you know, like, I didn't want to talk about Vince McMahon and his fucking issues because then I have to fucking argue you know what I mean? And, and then, they, then they'll come to the realization that people just don't care about the scummy things that go on. Because I guess maybe everyone by default has to do scummy fucking things. You know what I mean? Like, I just didn't want to... You know what I mean? Because you, 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 you feel fucking... You feel bad for fucking being negative. But that, that's, that's what your mental fucking illness is. I think everybody has mental illness, but a lot of people don't want... I think people hang around... I think a lot of people in general, like a lot of people in the world... Uh, don't want to deal with their mental illness on some fucking level because they hang, people hang around, you know, if if you're around, if you're if you're always out and about and you're being fuck in your in your being fucking so and you're being fucking social, whatever, there's hardly any time for you to kind of reflect, like your like 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 where you like where you are mentally on some fucking level, and then and then and then because someone like me has over reflected. 
Like, now it's like I, I can just fucking, I can already see, like, you know, like, like, am I going to get my balls busted on some level? Like, I'm beyond that point where, like, now, like, I, 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 like I've been taking a lot of shit for most of my fucking life from, like, a lot of people who fucking, like, for some reason, I, 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 I sometimes feel like there's people, people in my life in general, like, people from my past, like, and it's been going on since high school, where, like, like, because people, because there's always people that always made side comments about, oh, Hansi is rich. Hansi's family is rich, even though I'm like I'm living in like a fucking townhouse, right? But I'm like maybe my family has some fucking kind of wealth. I don't fucking know. I had no idea, and it always it always made me feel like there was resentment fucking there on some level. And now that I became fucking quote unquote famous, even though I didn't get, I mean, on the surface I didn't really get shit for it. I feel like there is that kind of fucking tension there on some fucking level. You know what I mean? Like the, if if it feel it feels like that. it feels that way for some fucking reason. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? And I, I always feel when, like, you know, when, 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 when like, we're, when, when I go out, like, there's always, like, fucking secretive shit, you know what I mean? Like, I, I hate fucking my mind going, that's, that's why I prefer not to fucking ever be as social. I think, I think I'm much more suited being, being by myself as much as, you know, as, as angry as that is. And I think people d- despise, like, I mean, while everybody has, like, the, the, the carte blanche and the power, the fucking meetings and golf courses and all that kind of shit, you know, the important shit, you know, get, getting access to whatever, people then look at look down on me because I would rather kind of be alone because I don't think I fucking fit the mold of being around people and being social. I mean, I could for a couple of hours, cool, but I don't think I can do it. Like, I, like, like if, I, if, this, if, this, if this were like a week trip, like a like a like a week long fucking trip, I don't think I would have fucking survived. Like you know what I mean? Like I I don't think like my 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 mind would survive. Like I'm like I'm clearly not 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 the fun fucking party guy anymore. You know what I mean? I'm way more fucking uh, I'm way more fucking cautious. Like and listen, like there was separate times where what they called like you know they gave me people gave me encouragement to like move, like you know like to go on and do like you know get you know get going. You can do shit. You know what I mean? And I I appreciated that. But then at the same time, like, my mind just goes back to, like, how much I fucking missed. And sometimes I fucking have resentment for that kind of shit. And it fucking just it destroys my fucking, you know, destroys my fucking head, basically. And I wish it fucking didn't. But, you know, that's, I, I have to be fucking honest about about my assessment now. I can't be afraid to be fucking honest. Even if it might, even if people don't want to fucking hear it or it, it's hard to hear it because people, it, whatever I say might apply to somebody in that situation because maybe the go-to thing for everyone in society now is to be a part of a Discord or a group chat. And because I'm not in that fucking group chat, like, you can, like, you can tell when, like, you're interacting with people who are, parta- are, are, are sitting in group chats, basically. And, you know what I mean? And then, you know, I don't know. Like it, if 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 it felt if it felt really really fucking good to be out for a bit, you know, and and get and get, get something going. Probably gonna be the highlight of my fucking summer. I'm pro- this is probably the best is gonna be for the summer. I don't think anything uh, is gonna be as good for for that. Like you know what I mean? Like you know, I'm I'm not gonna go to fuck you know. One of my friends told me, he goes, hey man, you should probably just get away and go to like you know go, go to Hawaii, go somewhere. I probably should, but I you know uh, you know. I have no fucking clue. Thing is, like, I I'd want to go alone, but then at the same time, it's like then if I go if I go alone, if I go alone, then it's like then will I be fucking a target for somebody? Because I'm sure people will always, uh, I'm sure people will, um, you know, always. 
you know, we'll, we'll, we'll always have, like, you know, their eyes on me on some fucking level, you know what I mean? And and, and I, I just feel like, you know, I always feel like there's, like, this tension there. And I think the tension also probably fucking stems from the fact that people are aware, uh, people are aware of, uh, people are aware of, um, of, of of the stuff that I fucking tweet out or I blog or I fucking say on a fucking podcast, even if like not all of it's coming through, basically, you know what I mean? Um, you know, I but, but, but there's also a cool time where like you know I'm also like learning about other fucking music that I'm not familiar with, you know what I mean? Because like people have a good music collection. But at the same time, I also feel like there's a competition for, like, when people get control of, like, okay, let me control the music. Like, I'll, I'll be that way, and then other people will be that fucking way, and I feel like, like, yeah, I go, this is probably a good thing that I don't fucking go out, like, go on these trips often, because this could become, like, it, it just shows me that every little petty thing, in general, with human beings, like, and, I, and this, is, this is not, I'm not excluding myself from it, before everyone fucking thinks that I'm attacking them. Because, you know, I, I, can't, I can never fucking, you know, ha- have issues, you know, in, in my own fucking head. You know. Like, 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 like a, couple of my, a couple of my friends, they're having, they're, they're having kids and all that now, right? And it's like, it's like I, 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 already, I already feel fucking, you know, like, like, you know, like I already feel like a schlub. Like, I, I don't have a girlfriend like, I never really had one. I, I didn't think I was going to be alive for long. You know what I mean? And so then, I, and in my head, I already feel fucking left out already that, like, I'm already missing out on so much. Like, do the fucking wives uh, in, 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 in these old, in, in, my, in, in these social groups, like, really fucking, uh, like, like me or not? Am I only being invited out for, like, a limited time because none of the wives are there to fucking see me? You know what I mean? And then, and then, and then you get kind of... I, see, again, see, this is why I hate fucking... See, I, I, I hate it, but I, I can't control my fucking mind. This is why I would rather, I would rather not be alive than have to deal with these thoughts. I, I hate being fucking negative, but that's where my mind fucking goes. And then by by default, if you're saying negative shit, other people are now gonna be like, oh, he's saying negative shit. So what the you know what I mean? So then it's, it's like a no win situation. I do this to get this off my fucking chest because it's called the fucking bipolar coaster. You know what I mean? It's called the bipolar coaster where I fucking just put it, I bear it all out there for fifteen fucking listeners and uh, and then you know. Uh, and then I fucking get confused about what's happening in fucking life, basically, you know? I, I just don't, I don't feel fucking good over a lot of fucking shit anymore, really. I don't know. It just feels like interactions now, like, I, I've been, you know... I, I should have mentioned Sopranos, otherwise... P- people probably have a pool, oh, he's gonna mention Sopranos. If, if, if that's the worst thing about me, then... I mean, there's probably other things you can name, but, you know... But if that's the worst thing about me, that I'm a Sopranos mark, then, you know... Uh, guilty as fucking charged, I guess. I, I tell you that much. I, I, you know, but, but heaven for me, heaven for me, would be watching Sopranos on the loop. That you know, I'd rather watch that. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lot funnier than you know Louis C.K.'s fucking show. You know, you know, like the show that's supposed to be comedy, where you're like crying most of the fucking time, opposed to the show about Sopranos, which is supposed to be a drama, where most of the time you're gonna be laughing at every fucking thing that's happening. I just feel like, uh, you know, a lot of people just don't really understand me. I, I think because, like, I'm alone a lot, so I have a different fucking mind state. When you're around and you're social and you're fucking uh, uh, rubbing elbows with, like, 
your own little elite clique, you know what I mean, and you're going on these vacations all the fucking time, and I mean, you feel fucking left out, so, like, I feel like, 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 even the, the, the case of Remember Wins with, with me, it feels like the memories that people have with me are so, like, high school, and they're, it's like, after, like, because, like, the last, like, 15, like, 10, 10, 12 years, like, there's, like, ba- barely any fucking memories of, uh, of, uh, of me and people that I used to be cool with in high school and all that, because they have gone to, like, you know, they're all having kids, they all are married, you know what I mean, you know, and, uh, and, and I'm, I'm basically alone, and that's fine, I don't fucking need to really, I don't, I don't really need to be here, to tell you the truth, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just, I, I just, uh, you know, but you know, uh, it was, it was. I wish that I, I got a chance to fucking see the city a little bit more. You know what I mean? We got there around like four p.m., like three three p.m. or so. We went like we went to some weed dispensary and we 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 ran a session and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? I I'm a lightweight. I don't really do it as often. Whatever. And then, you know, um, and then uh, what 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 happened? Then yeah, I went to the loft. I took a, I took a fucking I was I was gonna take a shower and then go to sleep for maybe like an hour or two before I went to the event. But then I was like, you know what? I'm too amped up to go to AEW. And you know. It just be, you know, and then it just became that, and then and the thing is like AW, you you get your money's worth because, dude, like first of all, you seven 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 o'clock or so, you see the fucking dark matches, like eight elevation matches, eight to ten p.m. is like the dynamite, and this is like a this is like a fucking like a very amplified main event for blood and guts, right? And then, and then afterwards, I I thought like because blood and guts are gonna be two fucking. Uh, uh, two fucking, uh, rings, whatever, I thought Rampage might be, like, like, live on, on Friday somewhere else or something like that, or maybe another show, right, but no, they kept the two rings there, and they did a Rampage afterwards, which, and again, it was also another Amplify, like, it was a, it was a, it was a good episode of Rampage, basically, and then after that, by, like, by, by the time, like, it was almost done, like, by the time the main, people were already leaving before the fucking main event, Oh, and poor Nyla Rose and um and uh, Tony Storm for being put in that fucking position, but then after that I was like I was like fucking exhausted, I had to go fucking take a shit and and then I I I, I didn't do it but I left and then you know after afterwards you know what I mean so then so then you know and then I was already kind of exhausted and I was I didn't get any sleep and I was kind of I, I and the thing is like I was trying to go, I was like I was like yo people can go fucking chill. Just let me go back. Just let me go back and let me sleep because I'm not fucking you know uh, like I'm not like you know I'm just I'm too exhausted. Plus like I'm I've 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 I haven't had much exercise in the longest fucking time, so like like my back was already fucking killing me, and I I just felt like I I wasn't my best self being there, already with like the paranoia in my fucking head. So I mean this is probably gonna be the last fucking vacation. I mean I'm I'm sure like people after like this one people are not gonna want to fucking see it, say you know talk to me really I get, you know, especially after this fucking you know me, me recapping it because apparently I can't I can't have any fucking you know. I can't have any fucking you know feelings about anything anymore. I'm not allowed to fucking voice my opinion, 
I'll let, you know, if, if I do, people will get revenge on, you know, on me on some fucking level. You know, and, and, and then I was also self-conscious about, like, the the rules, because, like, I mean, it was, it was pretty lax with no mask there and all that, you know what I mean? Like, like you know what I mean? Like, like, like people weren't really wearing masks, but then, like, you know, the, the apps would fucking warn you to wear a mask, but, like, you know, for, like, for Ubers and all that kind of stuff, but people didn't, like, the people didn't care. I just, like, you know what I mean? I feel like a fucking stickler playing by the fucking rules while, like, everyone was telling me to fucking relax a little bit, but then, you know, I don't know. It gets it gets a little bit fucking you know crazy, but I mean yeah, I left I left my house and I see again I'm one of those people that are actually outside because I didn't fucking have to post, um I didn't have to fucking like be be on I didn't I didn't have to be on social media posting about me being outside. I waited till after I was done with the vacation to start posting the stuff that I had to post. You know what I mean? Like mo- most of the online personalities nowadays are. Uh, most of the online um, personalities these days are, are like, oh, look, I'm outside, like, to show you, because, like, they're, they're so in the internet. I can tell a lot of people online who are part of, like, the, like, you know, part of the wrestling, the wrestling cliques that always show off where they go and how good their seats are and all that kind of shit were, like, kind of upset that I kind of went, whatever, because, like, like, there's never, like, 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 whenever they, whenever these other dudes and other people go to these fucking events, they get paraded with like you know oh my god I can't believe you went you had a good fucking time, you know what I mean there's barely that for me maybe two or three comments and all that you know what I mean because people don't actually want me to have a fucking good time, people want people want me to fucking you know, people tell you to go outside but then when you actually prove them wrong and go outside for a bit, then they get fucking really upset that you went outside for some odd reason. You know. They get a lot of people online get get that fucking way for some odd reason. Uh, but I mean, yeah, shout out to Braylon Edwards. I mean, the guy seemed like a good dude. You know, I think he went to the event too. But like, you know, what I mean, but it was kind of cool, uh, kind of seeing him, whatever, and all that. I don't know. It just feels like with different interactions, I feel like there's like politics behind that fucking shit that goes on, and then I and and then if if I bring up my my legit concerns over the last decade plus, then people who are in groups are gonna like, who are already tied together and have loyalty together. Like I already expect if I'm talking to like people who have already been so close and share these moments of family and you know having the a, a wives night out whatever, I assume that everyone's gonna be. Uh, everyone's gonna be, you know, uh, everyone's gonna be, like, on that side, like, if, if there's a big disagreement, like, that's a, like, 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 if there's a disagreement that's gonna make people go, okay, well, whose side am I gonna take? I'm definitely not the guy's side who you're gonna fucking take, because I, socially, I'm not fucking accepted, accepted on some fucking level, you know what I mean? That's how I fucking feel, at least, you know. And then, uh, and listen, God bless Summerlin. Like, listen, she's she, she's a cool chick. And I was talking to her a little bit on on text. You know, I, mean, I posted a photo, and then she posted the photo on in, on on Stern Show Reddit. And I I kept I keep messaging her and telling her. I mean, listen, she she's a sweet person. She'll fuck you. like she'll be nice enough to go. Okay, I'm sorry. I haven't re- replied to you. 
and she'll give me not like they're personalized pictures or promotional fucking pictures, but she get she sends them to me like you know what I mean unsolicited sometimes. And I mean I don't I I I I I don't I don't I don't I don't mind what they call like a lovely lovely woman giving me fucking pictures. I mean what you know what I mean like I'm not gonna be picky. You know, she's a sexy woman, but I told her not to post about me on the fucking on the stern Reddit because. All they're ever gonna do is just make fucking fat jokes and uh, repeat, regurgitate. The, the same people that t- tell me that I'm the worst fucking person, based off of uh, Stern Show talking points, by the way. Based off Stern Show talking points, they're gonna tell me I'm the worst fucking person. Yet they, they spend all, all, days and hours all night talking about how much Howard's a fucking liar and all that kind of shit. So, you know what I mean? So, like, it's like, it's, it's, it's like, it's like the show isn't creative anymore. So, and you can tell you can tell when pe- when 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 there's an influential show that people model their fucking humor and their personalities off of this fucking show and all that. So their jokes are like fucking Howard Stern jokes, but because Howard Stern has to be a lame right now uh, and a pretend liberal, these guys have nothing but regurgitating the same fucking shit. Like say what you want about me, but you got whether you guys have fucking families and all that kind of shit. You're on the Stern Show subreddit. Discussing dis- discussing me and making stupid fucking jokes while you're also at the same time, oh oh did did Howard really meant me- meant to uh, um, have that on commercial about him being Doctor Doom and uh, him being Doctor Doom for Marvel and all that like, like like really at this point are you guys like fucking that stupid where you don't think that like that's done on purpose as a marketing tool. Like people like convince themselves of the image that Howard's trying to portray, and then pretend like. He's not smart enough to fucking do that kind of marketing. And then yet they're the ones calling me fucking names because they're limited because they got to regurgitate the same thing. Oh, let me guess. My name is going to be posted on Reddit and you're going to say, no, 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 no. Or you're going to say, Imran Khan lives with his dad and mom. Oh my God. Oh my God. So fucking original. But again, a lot of you don't fucking have any originality in you. So go, go fucking. And even if it got posted on that fucking Reddit, they will fucking, they, you think they're going to analyze and go home and maybe he's kind of right about us. No, they're going to fucking double down and fucking be shitheads about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I try to move on past the fucking Stern show, but these fucking guys have to always, you know, try to fucking, you know, fuck with me a little bit more. I don't care if Howard's Dr. fucking Doom. Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? But yeah, it wasn't really much of a fucking. You know, it, it, it was a good trip. That was mainly with wrestling. You know what I mean? I want to get the. I want to get the trip out the out of the way. But you know. One of my one of my buddies from high school uh, that you know I haven't talked to in a while. Uh. He's posting on my Facebook. Uh, I don't want to say the guy's fucking name. I don't want to fucking air the guy out, but he keeps like, po- like I po- post out to AEW, and under both my posts on my public and fucking private page, he's putting WWE for life, and then he has like the, has like the fucking banner, like he posted the photo of the banner, then now and forever, like. Dude, like, I, I, dude, AEW's existence has, like, really made a lot of WWE loyalists. They made their head fucking spin. That there's a new promotion. It's like, it's like they get fucking teary-eyed and jealous that there's a new promotion that exists. 
It's like, dude, like, okay, I get it. You're a fucking WWE mark, man. Like, like AEW shows are fucking bad, but like, holy shit, like WWE shows, they're like, like in a in a fucking cult, especially when people want to be loyal to Vince McMahon for some odd fucking reason. That's what, that's, that's another reason I I didn't want to find out if any any people that I that I used to be cool with are fucking like kind of leaning towards mega shit because 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 Israel came up and oh god oh god what's it called you know. Now everything's anti-Semitism on some level. People that used to be people that used to be way more anti-Semitic. People that used to be way anti used to used to be complain about fucking Jews all the time when we were fucking in in high school and shit. Now all of a sudden, kind of defending Israel a little bit. It's like wow, man. Like I don't you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I can hang out with like people. I don't know. I don't think I can really fucking be around that. You know what I mean? In my in my personal opinion, if that, that makes me unpopular, then I don't know. So be it. I mean, you, I mean you you. People have the fucking you know more powerful backing in in in, in the you know because like I mean people have to fucking be loyal to fucking Israel for some reason and then you can't say that you know trust me if 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 a lot of these Muslim Muslim people were caught in these executive positions doing the stuff that they're doing you can bet your fucking bottom dollar they'll make it about fucking uh, about Islam and all that kind of shit they'll make it they'll be like oh there's something going on in Islam if like all the guys that are caught are Jewish. Then all of a sudden you say, hmm, is there an element, is there an element of fucking people who have power that might be Jewish? Like, because again, because people only, only people, people only make it seem like, oh, the Jews have all the power. You know what I mean? But like, it's like, there's different delegations that have their own fucking power behind the fucking scenes. But to deny that there's like some fucking, you know, Zionist, Zionist element in fucking entertainment and all that kind of stuff. Because, and, and the thing is, the, the shitty fucking progressives... Uh, who um uh, who define any conspiracy as anti-Semitic fucking conspiracy? Like they're saying they haven't they, they now that it's coming true all this fucking stuff like the like the far right wing shit element, TYT now, who always call anyone who has a conspiracy anti-Semitic, right? They're surprised that Ben Shapiro is saying shit like, oh um Trump is too dumb to uh, organize this, like. Oh, with all the evidence out now, how can you say Trump is dumb? I mean, you guys, you guys at TYT have been saying he's fucking dumb for the longest fucking time. You guys don't even want to say he's smart because you think saying someone's smart is a fucking compliment. Saying someone's a genius is a compliment. It's not a compliment. They're, they're, they're neutral fucking words. But because you, a lot of you guys have put that out there that Trump's a fucking idiot. Trump is a harmless fucking person. Now you wonder why people don't see him as a fucking threat? Do you understand why downplaying by amplifying the stu- the meme stuff that he fucking does, the meme stuff that he does, the fucking, you know, the cartoonish shit he does? You don't think that's fucking by design? Are you guys fucking stupid? And 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 now you get mad that fucking someone like Ben Shapiro is saying that he's not smart enough? You guys have been fucking saying that for the longest fucking time that these guys aren't smart enough to do something. You guys don't want to fucking believe that shit. Now you got fucking pseudo. Now you got fucking pseudo people. Um. Now you got pseudo fucking people. Um, you know, uh, going oh, Mar- people go oh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is the uh, is is outflank is outflanking the left is outflanking the left. Is outflanking the left. Yeah, now she says she's supporting Assange. You, you really think... Okay, oh, no, 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 I forgot. Because the dumbed-down mainstream fucking media, the people who go, oh, I'm red-pilled. 
I'm red pill. I'm I'm a smart person. I'm red pilled. I I don't buy into mainstream media's narrative, but uh, I'm gonna believe that the par um the, the Parliament Hill in Ottawa is banning the Canadian flag because I'm I'm reading it online and uh, online is where I get all my fucking truth because the mainstream media is bad and I can because I point out the mainstream media is bad and I point out the Democrats are bad. That makes me super fucking woke and red pilled. Like, they'll go off about wokeness, but then they'll fucking, you know, talk about fucking being red-pilled all the fucking time. Which is, like, your own fucking fake little fucking wokeness that's going on and shit. Give me a fucking break. All this fucking, all this fucking, you know, abortion shit, all, all it is really, all it is really is, uh, um, all it is is just, um, creating new fucking villains and new characters Oh my God! Can you believe uh, what's her, what's her name? Uh, Kimberly Elise, uh, someone who was in Set It Off, I guess. It was a good movie, by the way. Set It Off. People are like, "Oh my God, she's anti," because that's, that's going to be a new gimmick to now get fucking support. Because now if you're blacklisted for it, people don't actually get fucking canceled for it. You basically say something that people, that people, the general public are going to fucking hate, and they're going to fucking you know say, "Oh, she's a person piece of shit." Everyone will, will, will claim they're being fucking canceled. Everyone will claim they're being cancelled and everyone's gonna start fucking, you know, losing their fucking mind over that shit. Who's this new guy from, uh, the Mississippi guy, uh, um, let me see, uh, what's his name, Philip Gunn, let me see, what, uh, let me see what he fucking said. Again, I don't know what the fuck, oh, again, I'll, I'll, I don't know who a lot of these fucking, like, is it Speaker of Mississippi or something, like, Speaker of the House of Mississippi, um, Philip, well, let me see, uh. Philip Gunn, what did he say technically? Hold on. So yeah, so this, this guy that's already like had like shit about like, oh look, uh, like for example, like telling the church, telling church members not to cooperate with police that are investigating child abuse or anything like that. Like, these kind of guys are coming out, and all the fucking progressives have to do is go, oh my god, can you believe they're hypocrites? Can you can you believe uh, Ken Paxton's a hypocrite? It's like, okay, yeah, we, 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 we gotta move past that, you know what I mean? Like, it's clear these guys don't give a fuck about, uh, about, about any, any, any fucking issue. Like, wh wh why are we pretending... Like these guys, like you know, like why, like, why, why we're taking a shock? Is that is that all the fucking progressives have? And then this is why you guys fucking end up losing a lot of the fucking time. And then, and then, and the people on the pseudo fucking left are gonna be like, oh, he's outflanking someone. He's outflanking somebody. Oh, this is why the right is outflanking the left, even though they're they're not doing it. I and I don't even I don't I don't even care about fucking the Cassidy Hutchinson chick who testified, because now to make somebody, because again, if they're doing the right-wing fucking takeover, my personal fucking opinion, right, they are now, as someone who, who was there enabling Trump now fucking coming out, now gets a hero's fucking welcome for some odd fucking reason, you know what I mean, like, they, they, they get, you know, um, they get a fucking hero's fucking welcome, so now all you gotta do is to be on their side is now have, like, you know, Greg Kelly from Newsmax, uh, act all fucking sexist about it, and then, you know.
And, and, and another thing that, uh, that like, was kind of annoying me on, on the trip, whatever, like, like, I realized that, like, I, I, I can't just bitch about unfiltered things that, like, just, you know, like, like, not even, like, a real complaint, just, like, 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 people, like, people took an offense that I was, like, getting mad that, like, on Instagram or whatever, right? That, like, uh, I had jotted down, whatever. That like because I because like a lot of these people on Instagram, maybe because it affects, maybe it applies to them on some level, whatever. Is that like I have basically it's admitting that admitting that's my fucking fault on some fucking level. It's admitting that's that that's my fucking fault on some fucking level. But like I'm saying that on Instagram, I have my OCD where I fucking have to go through every fucking story just because I don't like things being unread or anything that are you know what I mean. So I don't have a fucking whole thing. But it's like all these fucking stories of all, like every woman account that I follow, right? It's like, dude, do you have to have this many fucking stories where I gotta go through like, 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 like at least like do do like there should be a max of 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 ten uh, ten stories a day, you know what I mean? Like there has to be like fifty fucking stories where you gotta fucking click. And then the, the worst part is my fucking Instagram kind of freezes at times. You know what I mean? It gets fucking annoying. I don't know why, why I brought that up, but it was giant down. I thought I might as well just fucking talk about it. Who gives a shit? I'm sure people are gonna fucking listen to this, and they're probably gonna fucking like hate me even more. Probably. I mean, who, I mean, at this point, I mean, it is what it is, I guess. But I mean, listen, it's clear that the fucking you know the, the Democrats don't want to do anything. Um, like they don't want to fucking do anything, you know, to fucking help the situation. But Biden is putting a fucking, you know, uh, an anti an anti abortion. He's nominating an anti abortion federal fucking judge to appease like Mitch McConnell or some shit. And it's like it's not, it's not surprising, but there's people that only focus on the on, on the on, on the Democrats solely. Even though like I'm not saying you should like Nancy Pelosi is a piece of shit to me in my personal opinion. She fucking you know isn't she the one that fucking kind of like uh, endorsed. Uh, the uh, the anti-abortion Democrat in Texas. Uh, what was that guy's fucking name again? Uh, Henry Coolar. Uh, Henry Coolar, but he's he's attacking AOC. Part of me feels like it's professional wrestling where these guys are becoming the obvious enemies, and they're designed to be fucking called out on some fucking level. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, like, what? Why is anybody? Why is anybody celebrating Katanji Brown Jackson getting sworn in? Like, I mean, it's a good. Like, I mean, because people are like, oh, look, uh, 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 there's now four women on the on the on the Supreme Court. Yeah, but one of the women that's on the Supreme Court is also a massive fucking bitch in Amy Comey Barrett. So, like, like, wh- why is this like? Like, why do we got to go for the bare minimum? Of representation on some fucking level, you know they're over because again, people in scores are not going to do good jobs in general, right? People, you know, they might vote for right things even though they know that's not going to go through. So what this is going to do is going to this is going to give the right wing more. Like if for, if for example, if it has anything to do with the color color or because you're a woman, right? Because you're in the system and you got to do fucking the the status quo. If she does something that's status quo, you think the right wing is not going to fucking weaponize her race and her her uh, gender? To basically go, oh look, this is a, uh, this was a diversity hire. So because you're always, they always try to put, they always try to put black black people especially or and other minorities. But they, they always try to do that to make it seem like, and it happens in the wrestling world too. Also, like you know what I mean, like in, in general, like if someone like doesn't seem like as cut out uh, as what the standard uh, what the standard is, 
and it doesn't deliver right away on something, people then automatically like, like again, like like for example, like like okay, you can like hate Obama for like whatever because again, all presidents are fucking kind of shit, whatever, right? But like you don't think that there's people who who are racist who weaponize their racism, even though you might have legit opinions about Hillary Clinton or Obama, or whatever. You don't think that there's people whose incentive is to be fucking completely racist. Like the thing is, people would rather get get on the same page as that, even if the people who are right wing, who are racist or misogynist, are not acting in good fucking faith. That's how, that's not the way I fucking see it, at least. Like like J- J- Jimmy Dore is supposed to be a left guy, right? You think. With the world going to complete shit, he's not covering. He's not covering the abortion fucking thing. He'll probably do it from the like how he can just blame the Democrats on it solely, basically. But in the midst of all that, he's go like like Jimmy Dore loses credibility. So the only way with his audience that he can get credibility again is by him going against Tyt. Like every once in a while, he has to bring up Tyt because that's the only that that's the only time people give a shit about him is when he's rallying against Anna because he's catering to a misogynist audience. And again, I'm not a defender of Anna Kasparian. and I think she she her, her she's she acts like an elitist in some kind of fucking way. She'll fucking scream about 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 shit, but like she, her and 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 Jank and all these fucking people there. Uh, like gave carte blanche to fucking Jimmy Dore and David Rubin and all these fucking guys, and then they let them fucking win the argument basically because they know they're not fucking trusted. And then and then when they're fucking discredited, they start start speaking a little bit more truth about shit. And then you know, I don't know, who gives a shit really, right? But I mean, but but, but Jimmy Dore doesn't really give a shit about this fucking issue at all. Him him and uh, you know him and uh, um. Him and Bill Maher are going to be, like... Because you know, Bill Maher is going to Tucker Carlson. So, Bill Maher is always trying to... Get, it's basically... They announce it so that they can get the trolls online to basically over, over-exaggerate it and all that and, and amplify it up. I, I, I'm also convinced that people that fucking... Uh, who are, like, these random accounts are randomly ones that are fucking making it seem like anyone who hates this is also kind of an asshole. So, it makes it seem like you don't want to be in that position. But, but, but Bill Maher is going to be on fucking Tucker Carlson's fucking show and it's going to be, you know... He's taking, he's taking, he's taking a week off, but he's taking like a, a month off, whatever. But now he's gonna fucking do his real work. I, I, I bet you any money, Jimmy Dore and Bill Maher are gonna go on fucking tour together. It's, it's gonna be funny seeing if any of the fucking supposed leftists that have hated Bill Maher are actually gonna. But it seems like a lot of the, the people that the people on the left fucking hated, like 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 Tom Chatterton and all that. He shows up on all these left platforms now as well. Like they say they hate him, but then they make him. Like, a, kind of like a hero on some fucking level. You know? But I, I guarantee you, Jimmy Dore, Jimmy Dore, Bill Maher, like, I mean, Joe Rogan, like, a, a lot of people in the com, a lot of the fucking comedy seller fucking type of people are now acting like, you know, uh, Ron DeSantis is a good fucking candidate, basically. You know what I mean? Um, it's just fucking. It's fucking nuts. I don't know, man. I'm just trying to fucking kill the the, the interval of fucking you know of what's going on here. <laughs>
Cut off. I'll I'll go through this quick. I'll go through this stuff, this stuff quickly before I get to the recap. Uh, Ginny Thomas is refusing to cooperate. As far as I'm concerned, that's how I heard he was refusing to cooperate with them. That's gonna be a whole fucking thing. I'm telling you, they're gonna keep um, stalling this, and they're gonna keep doing it until there's an actual fucking takeover eventually. We keep pushing them against the fucking wall. They're gonna show you who they really are, and you're gonna act fucking surprised about it, cause all of you fucking downplayed fucking Trump. And I'll, I'll be honest, I fell for that shit too. Because, because the Democrats are still doing shitty fucking things, so you should be calling the Democrats. I'm not saying, oh, if you call a Democrat, that must mean that you're empowering Trump. But some, I, I think there's some people who are on the left that kind of did that, in my personal opinion. I'm not going to be friends with any of these fucking people, so it doesn't really fucking matter. Everyone's just gone to shit. Every, every, you know, the people, every people, people that you know that used to like, you know, like, you know, kind of now support fucking Israel, uh, the, uh, the Israel stuff. People are afraid to fucking even speak out on some shit. There's, uh, you know, SCOTUS, EPA, reg uh, SCOTUS, I mean, SCOTUS keeps showing you more and more who they fucking are. Like, okay, Kadanji Brown Jackson's gonna be on the fucking thing, but, uh, I mean, but now SCOTUS, uh, you know, uh, is gonna, like, less, like, do less regulation with the, what was it? Let me see, hold on a second, let me see what, what it was on, let me see, SCOTUS, EPA, yeah, let me see, EPA ruling. Something about carbon dioxide, you know what I mean? It's just more about climate change shit. Yeah, EPA can't regulate. No, no, so EPA said that EP. Sorry, SCOTUS said that EPA can't regulate regulate uh, the ca carbon monoxide uh, um, uh, you know um, plans. Basically, you know what I mean. Like, like all the fucking carbon monoxide that's coming out. I mean, basically, they're just gonna poison. They're basically gonna poison. They're, they're legally gonna poison the earth. So then we're gonna have to pay for air, basically, because it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be poisonous fucking air, basically. And then another, oh yeah, look, in a case of another hypocrite fucking, uh, you know, uh, Republican, Carrie Lake, uh, K-A-R-I, Lake, who's been against, the, who's been talking about drag queens being groomers and all that, maybe the one that she hired because apparently she had fucking, you know, drag queens at her house like a long time ago, someone came out about that, but people are shocked, like, oh my god, can you believe the Republicans are, uh, like, yo, the, the Republicans are into this stuff as well, man, like, people act fucking surprised, that's what I'm saying, these over-sensationalized drag queen stuff that, that the ones that seem over-sexualized, and there are ones that are over, that seem over-sexualized, I'm not talking about the ones that are fucking family-friendly ones, I understand that th 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 those are being lumped in, but people on the left are acting like the over-sexualized ones don't fucking exist do you not realize that there that some of the people like if, if there's muslims and there's um um, um you know uh, asians you know uh you know black people gay people what they're called women who will be on the right wing fucking side and and and, and use and use whatever community they're in to basically help weaponize f for like like the, 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 the like for example when when whenever you you talk about um um um, you know, like people not being people not being arrested or locked up, locked up as much. Then all of a sudden, the the, the system will get one get one of the get one of the prisoners that they probably let out to go cause some ruckus, and you're like, oh my god, can you believe that this guy was 
let out of the jail. So then you basically put it on like, oh, look, you know, then they make the black person the poster child of it, whatever, right? Now with like, you know, with the, um, with the, with, with like, like you can't, you, you can't fathom that there's people who might be LGBTQ that might be helping serving the fucking sensationalist need for some of these Republicans. You, like, you can't fucking buy into that. Like, 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 like I, I get it. They, they're, they want to oppress gay people. Like, DeSantis is trying to fucking make that more fucking a thing. And people keep saying that he's better than Trump. I can understand that. But you, 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 can't, you, you can't fathom that there's people from different communities who, who, who accuse the liberals of having the tokens. But then they'll have they'll have the more like they'll have Jason Whitlock being the more obvious token for the right wing. But then there's also pseudo ones online who fucking serve who serve for the new right wing on some fucking level. Like you can't understand. Like do you ever wonder they do that on purpose so then you can weaponize against the, the 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 general fucking public of each fucking community on a whole other level? Can people not understand that fucking mentality that fucking goes on or? But of course not. But why would they? I, I, I put this I put this down in the rest and I I separate from politics, pop culture, or whatever, and uh, and wrestling. Right, I put this on the wrestling one. But I saw LWO uh, um, a trending, and I'm like, oh, maybe some like there's probably like a like you know that like some of these like WWE like these some of these like wrestling like themed accounts will go. Oh, remember this classic, and then people will fucking you know go buck over, and then it'll become a trending topic for a bit. So I thought, okay, maybe somebody, like, said that, oh, look, people wanted to, like, you know, do a revisionist history about how great the Latino world order was in WCW, whatever. But, or, you know, or maybe we should, oh, maybe we, we should make the LWO now, whatever, and all that kind of stuff. Maybe something like that, because that always comes up here and there. But, no, it, it stood for liberal world order, apparently. It was, like, a conservative thing. Just so, you know, we can further keep cementing that, you know, our politics, the political discourse is now, like, professional fucking wrestling. You know what I mean? A lot of people, a, a, a lot of fucking stupid celebrity shit that's going on with that. Like, there's more Ezra Miller accusations again. See, another guy that that did some fucked up shit. I told you that when you make it seem like these things are agendas by like the fucking corporations, like that co-sign the LGBTQ or Black Lives Matter and all that kind of stuff. Don't you see that now? Now, when a someone from Hollywood like Ezra Miller is doing the shit that he's doing, and now they're going to blame it on fucking guys who, uh, uh, again, he's not a guy, he's, uh, but, but at this point, he's a piece of shit, so I don't really care what his fucking, because uh, again, I, I don't care what his gender is, or, or anything like that, what the call, you know, because he's a piece of shit who's doing horrible fucking things, but again, another fucking guy that's going to, quote unquote, none of these people are going to get cancelled, like, they're going to probably rebrand themselves, but do, you, you don't see how they use guys like Jesse Smollett, Jesse Smollett, and fucking, um, I keep calling him Smollier because of the whole Dave Chappelle bit, but, uh, um, no, but you, you can't see how, uh, they, they use that, so then you don't take the general public's concerns in that community seriously, basically, like, you know what I mean, like, it kind of, but, it, like, for example, so, so now people are weaponizing more anti-LGBTQ shit because they're going at fucking, you know, uh, because now Ezra Miller happened to be a fucking scumbag. 
like, 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 it's, 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 it's really, it's really, and, and, and a lot of people fucking, you know, uh, pretend like they're fucking more socially fucking, you know, liberal on some level, but a lot of them are not fucking socially liberal on any fucking level. And Chris Pratt is now fucking rehabbing himself as usual. I saw that fucking trending on Twitter as well. What? 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 I guess he's like trying to fucking. Uh, uh, let me see. Uh, let me see. Hold on. It's it's like he's doing the bare minimum. Like like he's saying the right thing that religion has been you know um has been oppressive as far. I mean like not every person who's religious is 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 like wants to be oppressive. I mean there's some people that are. Um, you know what I mean? We having, uh, you know. I don't know. I I I don't know. Again, he's supposed to be a heel, but he's trying to like prolong it by be. I've seen the technique and done in professional wrestling a million fucking times. It's like he's in the in the, in a soffit. He'll be a heel where people will think he's a heelish, but they like, no, 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 no. I'm I, I'm I'm with the people, man. I I love everybody, man. What? Why does everyone think I'm a bad person? And he'll keep doing bad shit. Then you'll find out about it. I think the last thing that I, I remember him saying that he was taking a shot at at him and Anna Ferris's uh, kid because the kid wasn't fucking healthy at all whatsoever. You know. And uh, wait, what's hold on a second? What's Ellen? Hold on a second. What's I? I, I don't want to mistake what 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 uh, you know Ellen Page. Hold on a Elliot Page. Okay, Elliot Page. Now, okay. Again, I wasn't sure, but Jordan Peterson's getting. Uh, you know, he's going off about uh, about. Uh, Elliot. The thing is, if someone in Hollywood, like let's say for example, you uh, let's say for example in Hollywood, you find out that maybe someone like uh, Elliot Page was pressured into. Do like you know, or or or, or not pressured to, into into becoming trans, or whatever, and all that. Let's say let's say for example, because again, when it comes to showbiz, because again, people because people people from eat from different communities want to go. Okay, well, my people are suffering, right? That like now, this is the only representation. This is one of the few representation I have in a mainstream setting that seems to be being bullied by someone like Jordan fucking Peterson, who's a complete fucking asshole. I I remember being being again being at a fucking gathering where one guy I didn't fucking know was like propping up Jordan Peterson and then I had to sit around like watching everyone praise him because it's, it's like one of those fake fucking debate shit that I had a fucking like oh wow like oh wow you debated Jordan fucking Peterson give me a fucking break but but again I I, I was right that this guy was a fucking scumbag anyways but you know whatever but I, but hey man go 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 for those fucking those like nonchalant fucking debates. But 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 so let's say for example there's an agenda. Let's say for example Elliot Page now is someone that's fucking corrupt on some fucking level. 
You don't think they're going to start using that as an example? This is why you shouldn't have celebrities be the be-all, end-all of your representation for your fucking movement because a lot of these celebrities are going to be problematic fucking people. I'm even starting to fucking realize that a lot of these underground people that used to be underground truth-tellers, whatever and all that, I'm trying to realize that a lot of these fucking guys, a lot of these guys are, it's like, it's like the Dixie, Dixie Krat, the Dixie Krat situation where now something like, like the, the, the establishment's more nuanced behind the scene, like there's more fucking like layers and nuances there where now somebody that's posing as an underground person that would have been more credible 10, 15 years ago isn't like a lot of them now are moving towards being more fucking right wing on some fucking level. You know what I mean? Like, th- th- that's the way I fucking, you know, kind of fucking, you know, that's, that's the way I kind of fucking see it a little bit. Like, for example, like, the uh, like I see a lot of right-wingers now getting, like, making this a gender issue or, uh, uh, I mean, listen, it, like, yeah, Jislyn Maxwell deserves fucking two life sentences. She deserves to rot in fucking hell for the remainder of her fucking days. But, like, don't think that R. Kelly is some fucking victim because he got 30 fucking years. Half these fucking people are not going to get... They, they're making it seem like it is, but when, when, when the right-wing fucking... Uh, when, they do the, when they do their inevitable right-wing takeover, there's going to be a bunch of fucking people who are going to fuck A bunch of celebrities that are going to be saved by these Republicans, so it'll be an excuse for them to become a fucking right-winger on some fucking level. You know... That's what it is, really. Like this whole thing with jo- Joey Ryan, who who I you know if you if you, you watch the boys, uh, Joey Joey Ryan is like the deep from uh, the boys. Basically, he wants back into the seven. He wants back into the wrestling community, but to me, to me, they're trying to rehab his image now and making people feel bad for him because now he he works at Disney. Which, by the way, a lot of these celebrities now, they do the gimmick fucking thing where, again, there's nothing wrong with working at any of these regular fucking places, right? But I notice now that a lot of these celebrities make it seem like they're more fucking human and they've been pushed just to work at Disney. So now, what's it called? I bet you any... And so he got fired, basically, because people were complaining about it. I can bet you any money he planned on being fucking fired so it'd make him look like he's the fucking victim and all that kind of shit. Or, 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 or maybe not, but the thing is, like, you know, like, like, you know, the thing is, if he's actually not fucking guilty of what he's fucking doing, and there's, uh, some fucking, like, do you realize that, what they're called, that, that, that like, he'll be justified, like, let's say, for example, he's innocent of all fucking charges, I'm not saying he is, do you realize that, what they're called, that's gonna make him, that's gonna put, that's gonna push that to the right wing more, to basically make it seem like everyone wanted, that's why I'm saying, cancel culture, like, it, it's like, it's a marketing fucking tool, like, a lot of people that, that want to cancel you, who are who say that like who are the most morality type of people? They're not really morality people. They cancel people, so it helps solidify someone going more to the right wing because they're all gonna fucking do that fucking shit basically. Like you know, people people are fucking scared to fucking be against Vince McMahon out of all people as well, because 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 people and, and that's probably why I'm, I'm I'm better not fucking you know allowed to fucking you know interact with fucking people because. I, I, I don't want to see the ugliness in fucking of, of where their mind state is. And it seems like a lot of people are, you know, are, are aligned with fucking, you know, uh, with, the, with the system. So, like, whoever you make fun of and all that kind of... Like, like if, if I play something socially fucking conscious, I get a bunch of dirty looks now from people I know. 
and you know, and if, if people are, if people are listening, then I don't know. Like, I mean, go, go talk about your group chat or something. I don't fucking, you know what I mean. But I can, I can, I can tell, like, 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 you know what I mean, like, 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 like you know, like uh, for that, I, I brought up a moral technique, right? And then what they called, you know, what, like you know, because I got I'm playing him and the recommend song. Then someone brought up someone I forget who it was. Someone brought up his fucking uh, he had a rape rape case. But then that same person was like you defending McMahon, so it's like. <laughs> you know, what I mean? you know what I mean. It's also, so it's like so. What the cold? Uh, never mind. I, you know, it, it it doesn't even fucking matter anymore, really, man. I you know, I, I I don't know. I have no fucking clue. Another another scumbag that signed with WWE is Logan Paul, and now they're bringing up his, uh, uh bringing up his fucking uh, you know, um, bringing up his anti-abortion stuff. Is is he actually anti-abortion? Because I mean, here's the thing. There was a while where I I wasn't I wasn't like. I wouldn't say anti-abortion, but like I saw like some of the stuff with Planned Parenthood, where they they fucking the, 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 where where now I feel like a lot of right wing people who happen to be black who are serving the new right wing will take legit fucking stuff of Wade, Roe versus Wade, which is okay, fine. It started with a with, with, with like a a, a CD fucking case where like you know like somebody said that like they got raped, whatever, and all that. That's horrible. I'm not fucking condoning that. But then also Planned Parenthood started out also. On some CD fucking thing as well, but it's not, it's not the same thing anymore. On some, it's, it's not the same thing anymore. But like people will then have the new right wing, uh, you know, people who. So I was listening to a lot of maybe what what people would describe as hoteps as as a pejorative term, basically. You know what I mean? What people? You know what I mean? Even though I'm like, hey, but the, but the, but like I, I never saw that as a pejorative term. Whatever the fuck term is called, pejorative, whatever the fuck it is. Who gives a shit? Somebody will make fun of me in their group chat about it. Don't worry about it. Oh, he's a fucking idiot. He doesn't even know that fucking wording things. He can fucking talk about that shit. Oh my god. No, but somebody somebody would use would use that. Um, what was I fucking talking about? Oh, hold on. No, no, okay. So people would be talking about like the fucking history of that, and then I used to buy into the fuck the notion of. That like maybe they want people aborted because there was a movement in two thousand tens that were fucking talking about this, that like they want because because they because they, they don't want they they want to do population reduction so they'll bomb kids like and, and, and these people would speak these people would speak these people would speak about um you know um these people would speak about um these people would would, would speak about um. What was it? Oh my god, what was I trying to say? They would speak about abortion like like people wanted like population reduction fucking done. And I'm like, hey man, I don't want like I I I don't want that to happen. Like I don't want a movement of like trying to prevent people from having babies and all that. But now like with you know how a lot of stuff has become culture war fucking you know, culture war fucking issues and all that kind of shit. Um, you know, um like Everyone will everything will become a culture war fucking issue, and then it'll be easier now to fucking make people accept it. So maybe people who have been taking in whatever fucking new right wing fucking technique from whatever community whatever that they fucking listen to, they're not realizing that they're falling for some 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 fucking political shit. It just like happens to be someone's a fucking opinion. You know what I mean? So like now you know because. The biggest, the biggest thing that they have is that the people in the mainstream media, 
basically fucking will co-op some social message so that automatically means that the message in general is complete fucking shit or something like that because <laughs> discredited people do that and then the people who you're going to listen to who you can listen to who you can listen to Joe Rogan obviously right you got to listen to Joe Rogan and you know that's what fucking ends up happening And then I think some UFC women signed with WWE. No, but basically, okay, so Logan Paul is signing with WWE, and now he's being, like, let me see if there's anything about abortion. Let me see. Because it, it's different. Okay, he could have felt, a, I mean, the, the, the chances are that he 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 probably still feels that way because he's, he's going to go in a right-wing trajectory, basically. But, like, it, it is possible maybe he was not fucking, you know, uh, uh, hold on a second, Logan Paul... Abortion. Let me see when it comes up. Because people are talking about that. It's 2019. So, no, but, but see, there's another post where he's like, I took the liberty of drawing tiny dicks on 25 male senators who voted to ban abortion, who voted to ban abortion. So, I mean, he doesn't seem like, uh, so, uh, hold on a second. But some of the tweets that I'm seeing from 2019 that are popping up are saying that he's uh, he, he is pro-abortion, but this 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 one seems to be something that's more that's saying that he is uh, that he's like for like he's not ag- like, that he's not ag- he's not against like that, that, he, that he's against banning abortion. So I don't know where to fucking go, but I mean, basically, it's gonna be an, it's gonna be another case of WWE signing a fucking. Uh, a guy that's gonna be a bad, who's gonna get booed, but then he's gonna—they're gonna try to make him a good guy, basically. Even though that's inviting you to be him to be even more of a bad guy, they're basically WWE's exposing themselves. They're basically making all the mega fucking people, the mega supporting people. They're trying to make them fucking good guys, basically, because that's like the like that's that's the view of the fucking the country now, basically. People are gonna view that as somebody that's fucking good. Then we're going back to its roots, basically. Um, Io Shirai apparently might not fucking sign with the, she might not sign uh, back with WWE, which is probably a good fucking thing, to me at least. You know what I mean? And, uh, listen, if she leaves, she, don't fucking say, oh, okay, come to AEW. Dude, it, it, Alan Angels left AEW uh, because there was, like, nothing much going on for people that are not that as established now because they're trying to get everyone. This is why they listen to Attitude Era enthusiasts who just want everyone to fucking sign with the fucking company because then, because then they, they, because they have a personal fucking, they have a personal relationship with the company. So they'll be able to meet these wrestlers and that's why they want them in AEW specifically. They don't actually care about the professional wrestling sport or where it goes, but... 
if you really want fucking someone to get better and become big, I don't think everyone needs to go to AEW. You can go to other promotions, establish yourself, build your fucking act, and then when you're ready for a big time and you got buzz going... Like, for example, Matt Cardona, if he had signed with AEW right away, he wouldn't be doing the fucking cool shit that he's doing right now. So that now when Matt Cardona does sign with AEW down the fucking line, you already have this fuck. He already has this, this scumbag act that he has fucking, you know... Uh, solidified as now coming out and doing, uh, you know, coming out and doing whatever needs to be fucking done, basically. You know, but, but people shouldn't always have to fucking go and, uh, people shouldn't always have to fucking go and, uh, you know, do that shit, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I don't. I don't know. People don't need to always go there. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna come back with the um. Who's the who's who's the other chick that signed? Some MMA chick named Valerie Lordea. Is she a fucking mega person too now or? Like, am I supposed to be happy about this? Am I supposed to be mad about it? What? What? G- give me the fucking skinny on it. But I think that guy that I was talking about who Nancy Pelosi endorsed, uh, Henry Kular, yeah, he's like, again, I, I, I think I already talked about that. I talked about that. Whatever. I don't give a shit. I'll be back with the dynamite fucking recap, I guess. You know what I mean? Um, give me a few minutes. And arms, I put arms and palms. We was hand to hand, all state. Pinky speaker, thumb receiver. How we used to call, make all shakes. Now it's fingers crossed over small stakes. No taller than the crawl space. Give scissors to my paper. We not on the same page. We was back catching picture. Now you don't even wave. We used to throw the shocker, Honolulu from the stage. Now you just wanna throw hands and technicals on my plays, goddamn. to come out here and apologize for the insensitive remarks I made last week about Jungle Boy's family, more specifically when I singled out his father. Now, I've never apologized for anything 
for anything I've said or done my entire career. That being said, Jungle Boy, I'm sorry, your entire family isn't dead, and they had to witness... What the hell is wrong with that? Is? And they had to witness me end you in that ring two weeks ago on Dynamite. Actually, let me clarify. Everybody in your family, except for your mom, Jungle Boy. Beyond the pale. That is... Classy as always, Detroit. Classy as always. Listen, the only thing this scumbag city has going for it is that you're close to Canada. Now, you Motor City sweat hogs might be wondering why I'm standing out here in street clothes when I requested a match this week. Well, it's simple. I requested a match, but I never said it was for me. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna recap this fucking show because this is the first time I actually went to an AEW show. I went to Detroit, like I, you know, like I explained with the other stuff I felt during the trip. And even though I was harping on the negative mindset I have when I'm too social for over 24 hours, it can really get to you. So this uh, show made me really happy, but it was also really exhausting. Probably what what caused me to be tired, uh, you know, a tired party pooper at the end of the night, basically, from having to find a place to shit and even feeling like a prick, not having disposable money in a fucking strip club. The show I went, but the, the show I went to, and I I had no sleep going into, uh, I had no sleep going to Detroit, so I stayed up all night doing the recaps, and I just had maybe 20 minutes of sleep and then traveling to Detroit worrying if I'd get detained or stopped or whatever. I felt more alive going to this show. I didn't have. Uh, well, I didn't have I didn't have my money converted, so one of my buddies treated me to one of those custom AEW shirts that was like sold outside the arena by some in these independent salesmen. I'll put in that term right over. So I felt I so I felt alive going into this show, and I didn't even realize this was the first uh, show in Detroit, which was an event itself. Like there is always this marketing that AEW has built for itself that when it arrives for the first time in a city, it feels like a really big fucking deal. The Little Susan Arena felt a lot more spaced out than when you get into the ACC or, you know, the Scotiabank Arena. I, 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 at this point, I almost typed in Scotiabank Theater. Like, fuck yeah, Little Susan Arena is going to be more spaced out than the Scotiabank Theater, right? But this is a, but this was an experience. Like, like, like I was already looking forward to this more than a WWE event, unless it's a pay-per-view, right? But with WWE, it's a gamble of who will still have a match or who, a segment. Sometimes it doesn't live up to the type. But with this company, it's, it's just not another episode. It was a culmination of a big feud between Kingston and Jericho, which started in late December and became this very well-done, orchestrated feud. And guess what? Who knew saving a War game styles match for the end of a feud would be the most ideal thing? I didn't hate the first Blood and Guts match, but Jericho falling on that cardboard did taint it. And I think after the, after the incident, it kind of soured people on the MGF and Jericho feud when it was... Oh, it was really hitting its stride with the promos beforehand. It was the first match. Uh, it was the first match of the feud. Even though you could argue that MJF trying to organize his plan was basically the build, but it became too sports entertainment afterwards. And this is before the character of sports entertainer group existed. Even though sports entertainment has been part of Jericho's character, but now this group and the dynamic between sports entertainer and you know um, people who don't fuck with it. 
uh, you know, and want to be more professional wrestling, you know, is created a really compelling feud, even though the build for, you know, New Japan AEW got kind of overshadowed a bit with this, because it was like, you know, it, it was, uh, it was a big event, it felt like this feud was designed to culminate into this match, and I knew it was gonna, I knew if it had to be done, the good guys would have to win, there's no way they would let Jericho Cedro win this, you know what I mean, like, they already won, Anarchy in the arena. It could continue for a rubber match, but it seemed like this is as much as a finale as you can ask for. You know what I mean? But no, but but knowing we we but knowing what what what, what I, knowing what we were gonna get was was getting you know it was getting crazy for me going into this. I'll get into it more obviously, but overall experience was really fun. I wish I had a better seat. I wish I had better seats. Where I, I was viewing the entrance, right? I was like in the one hundreds, like in lower in lower bowl of the one hundreds. And and normally it, it, that would be cool, but on a night where there was like two ring and a cage match, right? It was not the most ideal, but it still made the whole night. It still made the whole night fun. I knew we were gonna get everyone on the roster between Dark Elevation, Dynamite, which was basically a one match show, but the other minimal matches still push storylines going forward, and that's fine because if you do shows like these, instead of just giving away more must see matches, you can use this time to get some squashes and push the story forward from other shit. And then the second hour was just a blood and guts match. And even if it was just this, I would have been satisfied. I couldn't complain with the main event of this quality violence that I saw. But then Rampage took uh, well, then Rampage took place for us. And I didn't think AEW would film Rampage afterwards considering the, the two rings. But they kept it there. And we had like a royal Rampage of a battle royal where the number one contender for the interim title would be decided. And it was like a more organized version of what WCW tried to do with the World War Three concept they did. Like they did three rings with 20 people. People, right, and then eventually it would just be one. But this, uh, but this, but this on rampage was two people in each ring start off, so it's four in total. Then an entry would happen, and every other person, other, every other entry would go to the next ring, and then when one person was left in each ring, then they go at it. And I thought this was gonna be, I thought it was gonna be some schlubs, you know what I mean? But apparently, a lot of people were, 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 were you know. Like, because apparently a lot of people were not were not at AW this week because of COVID, basically. So I don't I don't know who I don't know who wasn't there because it all seemed stacked to me. Like Hangman, Rouge, Keith Lee, Swerve, Orange Cassidy were in this match. You know what I mean? And it was really quality and it worked out really well. But between that and the Bucks and versus the Go To and Yoshihashi match, they put on a women's match of Tony Storm versus Nana Rose last. And and by then people were leaving in droves. Some people left before Rampage began. It was really a cool event. I don't know where this where this ranks, but I got my money's worth for the night my brother and uh, one of my buddies saw kip sapien in the lobby I, I i don't know when this guy is going to debut this gimmick but please don't let it be one of those quiet things someone does before they leave a company i want to believe there's something to this you know what i mean i missed some of the dark matches because i was buying some popcorn and then when because there was uh, no cash allowed it was only credit card one guy helped another guy out by paying paying for him on a credit card and the guy being paid for would give him the cash right but then the dude who paid left his credit card there and the woman working had to go run and find the guy she couldn't find him right for his credit card i was already getting kind of flustered because like you know, i'm missing the, the the shows and all that kind of stuff I, you know, but, but i gotta say that aside i gotta say the show was amazing live though uh, I, you know, I, I, I gotta admit, I missed the commentary. It actually felt like even though the crowd noise and the environment was cool as fuck, I felt like I was, 
I was down a notch not being able to hear the commentary for this. Like, if, it's a testament to how great the commentary of this company is. Like, if this was WWE, I would not really give a shit about the commentary. Being there live would actually make it better because I didn't have to hear stupid commentary taking place. You know, and, and another thing was that I, I could not hear the promos properly when they do them live. Like, AEW has to do a better job with the audio for the promos. Maybe everyone is just too loud, but they do need a mic, a mic that actually helps them sound louder. Even the backstage segments, we didn't get, like, we didn't get to see the Warlord and the Scorpio Sky promo live for us for some reason. You know what I mean? But that would have, uh, you know, that, that would be some of my complaints. Like, it was still minor because the overall presentation was really good. I, you know, I finally got to see, you know, one of those Tony Khan promos before the show. The ones where he sounds like he does a bunch of coke and then he just goes wild. The facial, react, the facial reactions this guy has are incredible. I don't know how he does them, man. I don't know. He came out again before Rampage, too, basically. I'll give him props for hyping people up before the show. It's like that element comes off like a, like him doing these promos before the show. The element comes off like Paul Heyman ECW, just with a bigger fucking budget, you know? I thought the show was pretty good. I know others will think the stuff before Blood and Guns was useless, but you need to get other characters and stories over. The show did a good job built, uh, did a good, good, good rating, basically. Apparently, it did like the best rating in Canada has done in a while. So even though I'm not, if I'm, I'm, even though even though I'm feeling good about this show and company, it makes me think uh, that now people think the ratings being being up is proof that casuals are watching. But maybe the hardcores came back because some of them didn't, you know, get a chance to watch live recently or something. I don't know. It doesn't even matter anymore. But maybe the ratings was high when you promote. Maybe the ratings got high when you promote a main event. That's the finish of a, a you know a, a several month feud. Maybe you gain people. You you gain people coming to see this. People who wanna wanna act up to it, act like the match itself was a reason it popped a rating. When it's more as a result of a well designed storyline for the most part that the build is to a legendary match. From what I could tell, watching live, it felt like you brought back stuff. Uh, from the feud, basically, they had their deathmatch spots. It makes sense why Sammy Guevara was in this match. He had to make up for the bump Jericho took last year. And the ending could be leading to something more interesting. I'll get into it, but this was a really solid show. Felt like I was at a pay-per-view between the main event and the Battle Royal they did on Rampage. It was amazing. I definitely hope they come to Toronto for a pay-per-view eventually. Who fucking knows, though? Anyways, uh, let me get into it. I'm, I'm, I was, I was gonna, I, was, I wanted to watch it live and recap it and see what came off different. I listened to Post Wrestling's recap, and I got some ideas. Idea of what the television caught, so I, I could not tell what was during picture in picture during the show because the action never really stops, even if they go to commercial. So that was a cool aspect of it. So let me get let me get into this. We started with the Orange Cassidy and Ethan Page. This was not the most enthralling match that was promoted, but I guess because Orange Cassidy debuted his new theme by you know Jefferson Airplane, they told a good story in the match. They teased a big man, small man thing where Orange Cassidy could do not body slam Ethan Page. I thought that was kind of a silly because Ethan could should be easy to body slam. I've seen Orange Cassidy lift up people who are bigger, but whatever. But um. By the way, I, I wouldn't know if the, if the if the if the commentary video packages show what happened in the New Japan show, but it didn't feel like this was a post pay per view show. It, it didn't feel like a New Japan was a really a factor other than announcing the Bucks would face Goto and Yoshihashi on Rampage. So I had to watch and see, you know, and see if there was a mention. But I mean, this was a good match to start out with. Lambert got these guys going. Lambert comes out, and I'm watching this on my DVR. I could not hear what he said live, but I was sure it was going to be somewhere between the line of ignorance, misogyny, homophobia, maybe a bit of racism, I don't know. So Lambert says, not the size of the man in the fight, the size of the fight in the man, says a 145-pound dork 
who with his hands in his pockets. He's surprised he can lift those skinny jeans up and ask what's he going to do with a real-life heavyweight body slamming him in the ring. Says, the ref, says to the ref, the, commi- uh, the commission has rules, and since uh, this is not an election, they're going to follow them. So unless two, those two idiots referring to Chucky and Trent have manager licenses and tells the referee to do his job and get rid of them, he would shut the fuck up, Chance. You know, a lot of people in my area were fucking chanting that, too. Chucky and Trent were, like, wearing tie-dye velour suits, I guess. I don't know. Lambert and Pace, uh, Lambert and Pace sing na-na-na-na goodbye to them. Lambert had orange juice in his hand. I thought the rules... Uh, I thought the, the rules actually made sense, you know what I mean? That, that, that should be the rules. Orange Cassie teases te- 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 putting his hand in his, in his um, pockets. He does the page, brings him down, walks over him. Orange Cassie kips up in the basement, drop kicks him with a hand in his pockets. Tries to body slam... Uh, but uh, he tries to body slam, but, or, uh, but Orange Cassidy couldn't do it. He blocks a hip toss and gets an arm drag. Then Topi's onto the onto him, does a diving crossbody, and for not even a one count, he tries to body slam him again. Page blocks a satellite DT from uh, from being done, and then he does a big shoulder tackle. Page does a, has a standing vertical f- for a while. I feel like they were working an old school match, like it, it was not anything too fancy. Page high boots Orange Cassidy after Orange Cassidy attempted a roll up. Lambert does a slow kicks to Orange Cassidy. I, I, I thought it was fucking funny. Page has control during the picture in picture. There was a backbreaker. Orange Cassidy rolls through from the outside, does a sunset flip, but Page blocks it and gets a roundhouse kick. Then a brain buster for a near fall. He goes for Eagle's edge. Orange Cassidy keeps trying to uh, put his hands in his pockets over and over. He finally gets down, but Ethan Page times Eagle's edge again, but Orange Cassidy gets a Rana, pushes him into the corner, and then trips him by being on his hands and knees. So he trips over and behind, you know. Lambert tries to get him with the boot, um, get the boot of OC, uh, of Orange Cassidy at the top, but then, um, uh, Ego, uh, Ego, I call him Ego, presses him into a power slam. Lambert screaming that he looks like he's a 12, 12 years old. Ethan flips off someone in the crowd. Orange Cassidy gets a sun, stun do- sorry, the sun dog. He keeps raising the roof to signal he's going to fucking body slam him. But he didn't do it, but he he got a spinning DT for a near fall. He signals for the orange punch. Lambert's on the apron, and uh, Orange Cassidy is doing a, a bunch of soft strikes. And then grabs a juice and then drinks it, and then he gives Lambert a thumbs up. Orange Cassidy hits an orange punch, and then he spits the juice into Lambert's face, and he hits Ethan Page with, a, with an orange punch, and then he body slams him for a win. Yeah, that was right. He body slammed him for a win. Yeah, this is not. This wasn't a house show in 1985, Sarnia, basically. But this was a cool, simple story that people were into. I thought it was an enjoyable match. I was not expecting the first hour to be balls to the wall crazy because they should save that shit for the blood and guts match. I actually like Lambert's interaction with Orange Cassidy. I don't know if this continues or if it's just done for the hell of it. But you got to give uh, Ethan Page some wins at some point. Like he's a very charismatic, you know, guy. But I guess they had to give Orange Cassidy a win because of the loss of the pay per view. I totally forgot this was a post-pay-per-view dynamite because the event of this felt like a, you know, a pay-per-view itself. Not much analysis. I don't know why I'm recapping the match play-by-play-wise, you know. The commentary had Taz there instead of JR, and JR came out for the um, the hour two for the for the match, for the Blood and Guts match. I actually like that. It feels like the early days of Nitro where they had different commentary for hour, two, hour one, hour two. I wish hour two would feel like its own show, basically. Anyways, Christian came out, and I wanted to hear this at home. I know I, I could hear some of it in the arena, but about Christian chanting about one Jungle Boy whole family dead. I was wondering if Christian was, like, wrestling because for some reason Serpentico came into the ring during the commercial, so I knew there was a match. 
And it was to debut uh, Luchasaurus' new look. I really thought maybe Edge was debuting for a second. I don't know why. Uh, anyways, Christian comes out with a turtle neck again, a night in a nice jacket. Tony doesn't know what, what what he can say that he didn't already say it last week. Christian starts off by saying he was asked by upper management, an asshole chance to break out. He tells him to give him a second. He asked by the energy. He asked to apologize about the comments he made about Jungle Boy and his family, more specifically when he singled out his father. He never apologized for anything he said or done his entire career. That being said, he said he's sorry for his entire family isn't dead, and that he had to witness something two weeks ago. The crowd got too loud at you. I, I think he said they, they had to witness what he did to him or something like that. This is what, it was got really loud booze. Goes, let him clarify. Everyone in his family except for his mom. He does the call me thing. And then he says, uh, says, says to the booze, real classy Detroit. And the only thing the city has, the scumbag city has going for it that is close to Canada. He pulls a Rick Rude and calls on the Mortar City sweat hogs and says they're probably wondering why he's out here in street clothes while requesting a match, but it's not for him. And then we get a, the darker video of Luchasaurus, like a more demonic heel version. We're unsure if he's hold if he's holding some blackmail against Luchasaurus, but Luchasaurus does not seem like he's really as into it. So I don't know if this is gonna be a permanent or some shit. But so it's him against Serpentico. Lucha headbutts him, least Germans him, he plants him on the face. There's a snare trap like move, but more of a pinch to the nerve for the win. I thought it was a pretty good segment, but it was brief. You could have done this that, that segment last week, this week. But this was more establishing the storyline. Lucha choke slams him outside when Christian tells him to. I'm curious where it goes. I love this new Christian. I'm hoping this is uh, going on for a bit, but maybe we'll get Lucha versus Jungle Boy, but maybe Lucha actually joins back with him and breaks whatever hold Christian has on him. I don't think this is permanent, but I could be wrong. Maybe they're pr prolonging it because... He, he, if, if he does break from this and joins back with Jungle Boy, then we get maybe Edge to show up eventually. But this was a decent follow-up. It didn't need to be long. He just, just kind of established the story a little bit further from where they're going. If Jungle Boy does come back, I hope he gets rid of the music and has a different feel to him. But he'll probably end up just keeping it, probably. There's, there better be a good payoff because people will complain about how low-hanging fruit, um, you know, this low-hanging fruit from Christian on, on this matter. But we'll see what fucking happens. We saw Warlow and Sky promo. Now we didn't get to see this in front of the live crowd. That was kind of weak. There's something you do for a rampage, but whatever. They both comp they both promised they wouldn't not touch each other during the interview. Sky says Warlow's feeling himself because he beat up a bunch of security guards, but he's not a security guard. He's a TNT champion. Last time he came for him and Ginny, he laid out and lost in the middle in the ring. Warlow says the 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 uh, no, and then uh twenty. Warlow basically agrees that there's assistance, or at least he confirmed it when you know, Tony said uh, there was assistance, right? He says he's done talking, bring every member of American top team. He'll treat them like he treat the security guards. And when he's done with them, he's going to beat their asses, and he's going to take that title. And it'll be where it belongs. Sky says he's talking a big with no physicality rule. So next week, he makes it a street fight for the team title, which is, if the, if the champion, if the heel champion is making the challenge, and he's a heel, I could see him beating Warlow again with more help until they have to face in a match where there's no help, but I imagine some people from American Top Team are going to show up and do something to him. I, I don't know if Warlow is going to beat the fuck out of every different member, but I don't know if some of the higher ranking ones want to get beat up in a throwaway, but I'm sure the unknowns uh, won't mind, but it, it'll be dope to see Warlow fight them off. I, I don't think he should win right away. I think you can build a legit feud between this, and when he does win it, Warlow will overcome more odds. When he, and when he does it, it's, it's, it, it has to be like has to be in a, in, a, in, a, in a really amplified way. I think his character fits that way. You know what I mean? 
because that's, that's what's needed because his character post MGF feud has kind of felt underwhelming. But they need to pick up some more interest. You know, I wish we saw that. You know, I, I wish we had saw this when when we were there though. You know what I mean? That I mean it would have made a difference. Cause we, we we wouldn't be able to fucking hear it anyways. Now, this was a minor match, but a dope angle was built from this, which I anticipated because this was building for a while. The stable was never meant to be permanent. I thought it would go on a little longer because Caster did announce calling them the ass boys, I guess because of the pre-show antics from the Forbidden Door, but they should have addressed it via video package. I thought maybe they did and we didn't get to see it, but Caster did uh, come out for a rap and they did face Dan Housen and a mystery team, which was FTR. I really hope FDR doesn't make a fucking habit of hanging out with this fucking guy. This guy... But no, I, I give him credit. He's fucking over, man. You know, like my a lot of people were wearing his shirts. My my brother even bought a Dan Housen shirt. Um, but Caster comes out with the Gun Club. Bones is in a wheelchair. Lines like they're gonna beat the shit out of the, out of a juggalo. How are you gonna cheer a white guy doing white face? They're gonna make him drink water from Flint. Tap water from Flint. And this is where he gets them call, and he goes, and this is what this is what they get for calling them the ass boy. So I thought by him saying that it means he was going to stop giving them, sh- uh, giving, like he was going to stop amplifying it. But the crowd was still uh, going, you know, was still chanting it though. And Bowens did his shtick, um, but things got heated after the match. But Dan Housen comes out. I couldn't hear what he was saying in the arena, and I I couldn't understand when I was even watching the television. He confirmed that he got a challenge from the ass boys or something, and he brought out. Uh, some people who are kind of good at wrestling and FDR come out. It was good to see a. Ch- it was good to see the champions out there, though. You know what I mean? It looked cool with them having the AAA IWGP, IW, IWGP and the ROH titles. Cash and Austin uh, start off. Uh, Austin gets an advantage with the headlock jazz. You know that jazz. A shoulder block, drop toe hold. The crowd's chanting "ass boys." Cash finally gets a back by drop, atomic drop, an arm drag. Then Dax is in. And let some chops, suplex, let him drop. FDR both do a drop toe hold on Austin and, and, and Dan Helsen. Again, an elbow drop. The heels get the advantage on him during the, you know. And the crowd really amplify for him. Dan Helsen gets a run off the ropes. Hip tosses the rest. Colton gives him a really dope lariat to, uh, you know, to give them the advantage before the picture-to-picture. Caster is the main one who's kind of getting the most of the, getting the heat on Dan Helsen during the break. But then Colton is a sucker to the FDR. So basically Dan Helsen is being worked on. They come back. Dan Helsen tries to escape an attack and get the Northern Lights or release Northern Lights tries to make a tag but they still have the heels still have control but finally Das gets tagged in gets some strikes him and Cash both do a German suplex at the same time three times in a row I think Cash was trying to go more go for more he got six while Cash did a cross body outside they tumbled over each other Austin and Dax um uh Austin and Dax uh, try to go for hip the hip the, like you know the they tumble over each other because Austin and Dax were where the hip toss was blocked. Basically, it was kind of blocked, right? Then the neck, the, then the neck breaker from Austin kind of was sloppy a little bit, you know. But Dan Housen goes for a pump kick. He goes for the curse, but then he signals for the GTS. But Bowens comes in with a uh, from his wheelchair, which got a good surprise. You see, I love shit like this where you know there's an injury, but at any time they need to, he, he can milk them for a pop by standing up. I love small shit like that. He tries to hit uh, Dan Housen with the crutch, but he hits Austin with it, and the referee saw. saw Aubrey saw him, but she just turned back around basically. But Dan, but Danhausen pins him. FDR destroy the destroy the wheelchair. Billy Gunn is trying to keep the peace. Then when Austin gets up, you know he shoved Bowens when you know when he got back up. Billy Gunn then shoves his son down and he sides with acclaimed. 
I think there's a cool way to get this done, and you further make a claim baby faces, but when, when Billy Gunn ultimately goes back with his sons, there's no way he's going to stay with them unless they destroy their father or some shit, but this is not really a special match, but I like some of the lesser established stuff that was getting some more angles furthering. I know people are going to be like, why are you giving this time, but the, but, the, but the act is over, and in the beginning, I could care less about the guns, like, you know, um, in the beginning of the, of the career starting. But over the last year or so, they have become really, really dope. Built themselves up where I like seeing them, you know, and um, like l l like seeing what they're up to, basically. Acclaim slowly turning Bayface is a good thing, too. They've been dropping those hints, and I thought this was... Um Act would exist on the YouTube shows, but they've been all over the place. There was, like, no mention on commentary about the pre-show match, so I felt like... Not mentioning the New Japan show or not showing video packages kind of was kind of disconnect a little bit, but I'm looking forward to this angle, though, as it continues... We see a Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutton, and Tottenham Singh promos. Uh, Sanjay was happy, but now he's mad because Joe's not uh, still not at work still. Sanjay wants him to sign his name on the contract for the death before honor, and he makes it official. Lethal wants to know how long it will take and tells him to accept the challenge, him versus the longest reigning uh, uh, ROH champion. Singh says to Joe that Lethal's going to kill him, I think. I, I, we, saw this we saw this live. I figured it was something about Joe since the storyline hasn't been going anywhere, but whatever. I think this is the only match set up for the for Death Before Dishonor. I wonder how much hype it will get on AEW television since they've been sprinkling ROH all over. We saw another glorified squash match with Jade versus Layla Gray, and then we got another angle shot. And I'm not complaining about it because, I, like I said, you're, you're shooting angles on a show where the last hour is going to be a big main event, and people will feel motivated by that. So I didn't mind these squashes and simple matches. They were all setting up angles and furthering the story. It's actually good to see Jade, the TBS champion, actually wrestle on TBS show since she barely ever does. But, man, um, being there live, she feels like uh, such a big fucking star. Only Kier Hogan's there with Stokely. The commentators are putting over Lady Gray, making her dynamite debut. Jade kneeing her, body slamming her, does a cross over basketball dunk thing, but Layla, a big high boot at her. And then Jade gets a fall away slam and then kips up. Does a couple of uppercuts. Layla gets a roll up and some strikes. Does a step up knee strike. Jade throws her away from doing the running bulldog and then a pump kick. And then a Jaded for the win. Stokely gets in the ring after, by the way. And when Jade countered the, when Jade countered the bulldog, she asked if Layla was stupid or dumb um, before doing the pump kick, by the way. The commentators put over over the 34 and old record. Stoke was about to speak. Jade grabs the mic and says she's sick of the fans and the woman in the back bitching and moaning. She asked Stokely to give her some real competition. Stoke says, wow. He says he's, she's fired up and he knows why. Yesterday at 11.49 p.m., the queen gave an opportunity to every woman in the locker room and she asked if you want to know what happened. Someone someone who doesn't even work here, someone who's not even signed, who, who hasn't even uh, entered her W-2, uh, signed her W-2 W two form. She Even she had the wherewithal to seize the moment referring to Layla right but then Athena and Thetland are not overlooked they're just lazy they both run down for an attack and they go and they go at Karen Jade there was a shotgun dropkick and Stoke was actually helping Layla up who kind of gets involved and shoves Athena off the rope and she helps them attack the baby faces Jade didn't seem impressed just yet you know what I mean maybe she'll get, get there it would be stupid if she if Layla Gray joins right and they kick out Red Velvet because they never fucking addressed that why Velvet would joined in the first place despite them having beef i like the I like this angle too you got to feature jade more on the on the show for these matches the tbs champion should be wrestling on a tbs I, I dug this it was cool seeing jade live she comes off like a larger than life star for me people can criticize how everything not per how everything in the ring not perfect but you know what man she gets a reaction people are fucking loving her and and you know and she'll only get fucking better she's becoming a better fucking character as we go on anyways 
Buck says there's now only two because their friends are not there. So Nick said they, they, they thought they reached the promised land as a two-time champion, and now they're alone. The other guys are not clear to wrestle, and Cutler's not even here. They filmed, they hired an intern. They can't find anyone in the locker room who could relate to them. They, they don't have a friend here, except those titles. They are champions for good reason. The forbidden door is still creeping open a little bit. They hear the, uh, they go to Yoshihashi. They want a shot at them at Rampage, and they're not going to get a title shot. they got to beat them in a match to show you who they are. They know who they are in Japan. Let's see who they are in front of an American audience to show they're superstars they claim to be if they don't win they can go to hell and they, 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 play, they play off the name go to you know what I mean they, they miss Cutler and tell Fred to cut it and t- call him an idiot the match was decent on Rampage. It should have been the main event of the program, but they let Nyla Rose and Tony Storm die a death of a depleting cloud after the fucking match took place, to tell you the truth. I don't think it was because of the match itself, but after the blood and guts and then a dope battle royal and then a Bucks match, people were tired as fuck, basically. So JR came up for the next match. Now, I enjoyed the, the recapping, um, watching this on television, where I can see the entrances, etc. They showed video packages for the match and feud. They had Ruby talking in this. I know she has a, a friendship with Kingston and, 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 and Ruby, so it made sense because she did get involved in the match to prevent Ty, Ty, from, uh, Ty from interfering, which will set up a feud for them, maybe, right? But uh, maybe Ruby joins um, Blackpool Combat Club, maybe. But this is a really solid setup, the Blood and Guts match, you know what I mean? I know Jericho said pr- uh, last year that you can have this gimmick match at the start of a feud or a big match but this one felt like a bigger deal because of the fucking culmination of this feud sometimes you can do this shit like AEW has so many heated feuds that they can build interest for and this felt like one of those matches one day they're gonna have to just incorpor- incorporate blood and guts as a pay-per-view eventually you know it'll have happened eventually but I think you're, you got something going with their version of a battle royal kind of like a world war 3 setup in some in some ways and then you have a blood and guts match you know if they create more pay-per-view that would take place you know it, it this so this felt like an epic enough feud. They it, it didn't get stagnant. It started off with Kingston calling out Jericho not being a good friend or a leader to his friends, supposed friend, and Jericho telling Kingston he could never win the big one. Also causing attention amongst him and Pride and Powerful. The match happens. Jericho is ready to make peace, but then he has a new group that gets shit going for a bit where beatdowns are continuously happening, and then Mox had to get involved, who's already building his stable of people who want violence, which added another layer, and the anarchy in the arena was done in such a fucking way where the heels still won. It had tension between Brian and Kingston, and now you did a hair versus hair match. You had a lot more brawling and promos. This match deserved to have this culmination of a War Games-style match. So Ruby brings up how Kingston doesn't trust a lot of people, but she's in a small group. He'll play nice with Claudio for the night. Dean Malenko made some comments. They're just hyping this up. After the match, you have a potential angle, and I wonder if this feud's going to continue since Kingston didn't feel happy about the win to some extent, but we'll see what happens because adding Claudio to this was cool because of new signees in the match, but they managed to make him part of this compelling story, plus he and Hager had fucking history and the crowd was familiar with it because when they faced, it felt like a big deal, which is a testament to that team. It should have actually gone on a longer run. I, I'm not going to lie. I say that Kingston um, being the final entrant was, was cool because you would think Moxley would be the, the, the final entrant in the, in the match since he's our interim champion, but this was more of a jerk on Eddie fucking thing anyways, right? It was, it was kind of, fo- like, that was, like, the main focus of the whole thing. So Jericho and his goons come out with red top hats and red mesh shirts. And I gotta admit, I partook in the singing of this theme. I promised myself I wouldn't, but, man, I could barely resist when I got there. Jericho gets on the mic during the break because telling us to, sh- like, he's telling us to sh- sh- shut up or whatever, and all, you know, they didn't have that on the show, I guess, you know what I mean? Because they went to commercial when he came out. Kingston and Prime Fire will come out, and Mark got the last entrance. Ortiz looks so different with the paint and the bald head. Uh, Claudio and Yuta came out with Regal before Mox entered. But Mox entrance live was fucking dope as hell. It, it felt like an epic. It, it felt, you know, I mean, you know. 
This felt like a big match feel. Sammy and Claudio started off, which made sense. Claudio just joined this team, and he said to prove himself by setting the tone. I love the visual of Claudio and Sammy in their own, own respective rings. I couldn't appreciate this visual being there live since I could only see Sammy's side of the ring. Regal on commentary makes a call back to the, to the promo. Um, to uh, call back to that promo he cut before facing Claudio in NXT, where he called Claudio said Claudio was ten times more the athlete than he ever was. The uh, so yeah, so Sammy and uh, Claudio run at each other. They go at it for a bit. Claudio gets a running uppercuts in the corner and back and forth. Right, he no sells Sammy's chops and strikes just uppercuts him over and over. He tried to throw him in the into the into the second ring, but Sammy got caught between the rings a little bit. Sammy tried to escape and scale the cage, and Claudio brought him down to get crossed on the ropes. Sammy did a Super Mario shit where he jumped from rope to rope and then to get away from Claudio. He go, Claudio goes for an elevated uppercut, but Sammy gets a cutter when he's coming down. He kisses Ty from from, from inside the from inside the cage. The countdown's happening while Claudio does the uh, the. Um, does a swing and Garcia, who's wearing a do-rag, which was hilarious. Picture in picture, Garcia and Sammy are working on him, but Cesaro's fighting out. He has both of them different corners. Does a running uppercut, but Sammy gets a running knee strike. They thwart that shit. Picture in picture was important to me because a lot of the shit will happen during the match. One day they'll have to do this in a pay-per-view because it's a disconnect to do this match when there's commercials. The heels uh, have control through the break, mostly though. Claudio blocks a double suplex and gets one of his own, which the, which the arena got a really good reaction. Garcia's trying to get away, but then they ultimately get the advantage on Claudio. They come back when the next person comes out, which which is Yuta. He gets a leaping elbow strike, like four Germans on Garcia before Sammy intervenes, but then Yuta gets two Germans on him. Then a third was Claudio uppercutting at the same time. Yuta and Claudio are choking Garcia and Sammy. Hager's the next guy, and he goes for Yuta. He does the Hager slam, catching Yuta in midair. Claudio throws Garcia into the other ring. Hager throws Yuta into Claudio's ring. They kind of have a stare down. They pump their chest and go at it. They're, they strike back and forth. There was a We the People chant. I know this is about a tag team, but hearing that, that chanted in person, I was kind of a little uneasy. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie. Claudio gets a corkscrew uppercut. The heels get the advantage. Yuna gets a missile drop kick on Hager from the top. Um... Hager gets a Hager slam on Claudio. Mox is the third person for the baby faces, which surprised me. He threw a chair right, uh, you know, in Hager's face. He clotheslines Garcia and Sammy in the corner repeatedly while they were stacked. He does that release German uh, release suplex on Sammy. I think Mox was stabbing Garcia with uh, with a with a fork. At the, you know, uh, Claudio did a running bulldog. Yuta dropped toll hold Sammy onto a chair. Mox was using a fork basically to open up Garcia. Yuta and Mox do the heart attack. Claudio hoists Sammy in the air for Mox to do a cutter. Then Yuta does a diving splash from the, from the top. All three B-faces do the hammer and anvil elbows at the same time. Yuta started it first. Mox had it struck Claudio. Angelo Parker comes in, but all the baby faces see him. So, so now he has to, like, run, t- 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 tries to run away. And he gets away for a while, which got, got good reaction live. People in my section were laughing their asses off. The crowd yelling that he fucked up. Angelo grabs a chair, but he's still trying to escape. But Claudio catches him, and he gut-wrenches him off the road. Yuta gets a Michinoku driver. They all take turns striking him. Everyone's kind of fighting all over at this point. Hager smashes the ankle of Claudio with the chair, and other and and he kept uh, kind of jabbing at him. Garcia does a shotgun dropkick to Yuta. Ortiz was the next uh, one in. He's trying to and, he, and uh, Angelo's trying to prevent him from coming in. He lets off a bunch of lariats to Sammy uh, Hager and Parker. It felt nonstop, but he got a good reaction. By the way, there was like rumor that Ortiz and Santana had a fallout in real life or some shit. So they're ending that they'll split. Maybe it's used as a storyline. You have to always be... Like, you can't always be sure. If they, if they break up, it would suck that they didn't get a tag team title run in this company. 
I think I think they you know never got a chance to really show what they could really do. You know, but we'll see what happens during picture picture. The baby faces have control. Moss gets a pile driver on Parker. I was unsure if um that the, 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 this is what when he did on glass because it was on picture picture, but they did it in glass. I I think they confirmed it when they came back. I see um Mox stabbing Hager with the with the with. The, with piece of the glass i think the heel have the advantage when they come back garcia throws mox against the cage matt Marnard is next and he's slamming the chair against people's heads so they show and they show the replay mox did paul driver him on the glass sammy suplexes mox on the chair a lot of people are busted open mox garcia parker santana santana no sorry, santana is next and he brings in a table where people in my area are happy about santana also brings a barbed wire bat he lets off some chops on matt Marnard and, and is fighting off matt and garcia he kind of boshed your Nagi a little bit. I think he may have like fucked up his quad a little bit. Claudio gets an elevated uppercut. Mox is stabbing Matt with a fork and some um and 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 some and some spike. I guess and he's. I think he was like a, a part of the kendo stick, right? He's you know he's and he's digging it into his head. He was helping Yuta, who was getting choked out. Matt scrapes um Mox with a barbed wire bat. Garcia and Yuta um and Yuta between the um rings are were getting into like a major slap fest basically. Jericho comes in with a bat and he hits people with it. Ortiz gets him with a DT and stabs him in the ch- with a chair. Um, Sammy off the top rope gets Ortiz with a cutter. Y- Yuta does a release German and then he go and then he then he hits a, hit a hit the Olympic slam on Matt. Hager gets a Hager slam. Claudio slams Hager down from from a U. UFO, with, 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 with like a UFO position that he you know he does, and then Garcia helps him out and he gets elevated for an uppercut and gets and Jericho gets a code breaker. Kingston's getting ready to get in the ring and then when he does it, he just nonchalantly hits off one by one with a kendo and that now blood and gut starts. Kingston hits Matt and Hager repeatedly with a kendo stick while Jericho's backed away. He tries to escape the cave, but Kingston lets a bunch of kendo shots on him. He brings the rubbing alcohol, but Hager stops it from happening. I like how Taz didn't know that it was for sure it was rubbing alcohol. Call, but Regal can't tell him it was. By the way, in the middle of the recap, my troll or whoever controls my computer had to fuck up my recap by putting the cursor above. This is what this is what people with families and lives do on Canada Day. Like, go hang out with your family or some shit. People, people, fucking, you know, are wasting your time, you know, on Canada Day doing this. Ortiz got a, you know, ch- uh, um, a chair shot on on a bunch of people. Tay's giving Jericho something through the cage. The commentator didn't see it. I think it, 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 you know Regal had to bring it up. Mox and Yuta do a doomsday device on Garcia. Kingston Ortiz powerbomb Hager through a table. They did it vertically. Uh, they, they did it vertically on the table rather than horizontally. So it kind of looked weird. Kingston rubs uh, the face of Garcia uh, against the cage. I guess um, Claudio's removing the padding so we get a wooden platform exposed. Yuta pours a bunch of tacks on the ground. I think Mox did and release. Uh, and I think Mox. Did and then he releases suplexes Matt onto them. Sammy gets a Rana on Claudio and then sends him through the ropes into the cage. He gets Kingston with a pump kick. Somehow Parker got between the two rings and he was kind of outside the cage and he was hanging in trio wall position for the like I, I presume the final break. It was quite it was quite the visual. Matt's um, back has a bunch of tacks on it. Mox was doing a choke on Matt Kingston Ortiz suplex Garcia on the exposed wood, which the cameras barely got. But seeing this live was pretty fucking cool. I feel like maybe the audience at home loved. Um, like, like, I feel like maybe the audience at home loved this, but I think it, it, for this kind of match, you have to be there live. Jericho squirts Mox with the rubbing alcohol. Jericho takes a bunch of tacks and grates it in Mox's head. I see Mox biting Jericho and then, then goes for a paradigm shift, but Jericho blocks it. 
get the DDT on, on the tax. Jericho drags uh, Mox around the tax before applying the walls of uh, the walls on and Mox's faces in the tax. Kingston throws some tax in Jericho's face to break on the submission. Kingston's pursuit of Jericho and he's letting all these strikes and he decides what direction he wants to you know, throw him into the cage. Jericho used a fire extinguisher on Kingston. Kingston had to kind of walk into it so he kind of missed his cue. Ty shoved the referee into the cage and tries to get the keys and get in the cage and I was like she's you know, she's probably gonna take a bump in the ring but good on them for uh, playing the video package and showing Ruby in it because it made uh, it made that part feel very important and it ties back to Kingston Ruby's friendship she starts laying out shots on Tay and then basically they go to the back Jericho gets out and starts scaling the cage and gets on the top I was like there's no way they could botch, botch shit like last year right I figured they would not want that shit shit a bit shit the bed the second time but Kingston gets up there. He's crawling toward Jericho. Regal's like he's out. He's out of his depth. He's never been on a top rope. Kingston backfists him. Sammy skills up. He tries to help Jericho. And this is why Sammy was in this match. The sole purpose. He starts to attack Kingston, but kind of placing his face down. By the way, they were acting. They, they weren't showing what everyone was doing during the top cage, but. Th- they were not really doing much. All the focus was on the cage. I was there live, so I saw like I saw if they would be trying to do anything. But everyone was just kind of laying around for the most fucking part. Um. Um. Yeah. So so um, laying around. Kingston low blow Sammy and then tosses him off the cage into the timekeeper's table area, which had like extra tables and you know, the crowd lost their shit. Kingston just laughing at this. They go into another commercial. I would have been pissed if that if if not at home and that happened during picture picture picture. I would have been fucking pissed off. Um, but they kind of slow play on on the top of the cage. It's just more about visuals. Kingston and Jericho crawl to each towards each other face to face. They strike. Kingston bites his head and rips off his mesh shirt and lets him chops off. Jericho's trying to crawl away. They come back and Kingston's getting off strikes on him. Jericho's trying to do the walls, but but. Um, but Matt and Ortiz, Matt and Matt and Ortiz are fighting outside. Claudio comes to the top of the cage to save Kingston, which I was glad this was like this was the focus since we got an angle at the end of the Forbidden Door. So I imagine the ending would involve these two on some level. Matt climbs up to save Jericho from being swung. Claudio uh, uh, got like seven at least and applies a sharpshooter, but Matt stops it. And then Claudio counters the pile driver, and Claudio gets him for the sharpshooter while Kingston applies the stretch plum. And Jericho's holding out from tapping, and Matt taps out to Claudio's sharpshooter. Kingston seems pissed because he wanted to end it with Jericho, and it makes sense. This is like, and this, this, this was the focus, and, and the guy who got added to the match last minute gained the victory, while Claudio probably did it to prove that he was a team player and helped Kingston. Maybe he was being, maybe he was being condescending. There's a lot of plays you can go with this. A lot of the members, all, all the members of the team were on the top of the cage at the end. Kingston did a fist bump, uh, but he hesitated. This felt like a match designed for the baby faces to get the revenge. It was, it was, it was a win for pro wrestling. The heels. Uh, this feels like a finale on some level, but they could get get one more match between Jericho and Kingston, or do, or do they kind of transition over to another feud? I don't know. We'll see what happens. Jr. calls Claudio Cesaro an accident, which asked Caliber how to re- re- reiterate basically. Or while the show is awesome, this could have been uh, this could have been in, and I would have been happy. But the rampage was also a- action packed. The battle royal was really worth watching. It was really d- well done. The winner th- that could um that like the winner could ease Mox into a House of Black feud, basically. Eventually, you know, eventually because Brody King, you know, won the battle royal. This is like a a great show. Watching it on on TV after was really cool to get the full view of what was going on. But the com- the commercial breaks really kill it for the the, the you know f- for this kind of match. 
match, basically. Or they put here for this King of Match. So being there live for it was really the way to go. It was one of the best shows I've been to. I know many people get a little peeved from that, that that the company is doing it right and getting th- things getting things right because a lot of people a lot of people are WWE loyalists think that, that the company should be treating their fans like shit and the people dare complain about it then they're assholes. But a lot of the loyalists and shills who love to access they get hate that people are genuinely happy because the thing is a lot of people who get to hang out with like the upper echelon they play golf and um and with other fucked up people. At the high level, they hate the general public being happy about a product. They're definitely waiting for this company to kind of drop the ball so people have low morale about shit. But this was a real deal to me. I know I've been giving this company shit, but being there live was a really cool experience. We got some really good stories going forward. It definitely felt like I got my money's worth because it felt like I saw the entire roster basically. Even with the injuries, it felt like I got my money's worth. I, I got to see Moxley live. I've seen Ambrose live, but seeing John Moxley as a champion live and getting to see this uh, see this Eddie Kingston shit live was awesome. This guy's really a fucking star. I thought the Blood and Guts match was a superior to the first one. Not that the first one was super bad, but the Jericho ending um, really became the talk of the entire thing afterwards. But this one was fucking nuts. Everyone brought it. Also brought up the value of 2.0 being this kind of match. Everyone, everyone got bloody. The thing is, the rating number is going to make people think that this kind of match has to be done often so or or you have to go, go to the blood blood all the time but the reason this match meant something was because of the the feud that's been culminating the people were into the characters yeah you could do this match but if the storyline the characters were not over the match would not mean shit you know what i mean like at money in the bank is going to happen tomorrow night right it'll be an amazing it'll probably be an amazing match right but because i'm not invested into the characters or the storyline the match will just be a standard match to me but this is why this match was good not because of the the brutality sure you know, uh, sure, every indie fed out there could have a hardcore match like this, and that will get buzzed for the weekend, but this match was over because the storylines are over, and it was the characters that helped, and it felt like the finale of a fucking epic feud. It felt uh, like a match where it was solely designed for the baby faces to beat the fuck out of each other. You know what I mean? Beat the fuck out, no, for the baby faces to beat the fuck out of the heels. It was really solid. Everyone shined. Gar- Garcia was uh, wearing a do rag and getting bloody. Made him in a, on another level too. Now maybe Garcia will want to go towards the pro wrestling element and leave Jericho or Prison Society. Because I'm not saying it will happen, but with Sammy there, it feels like you can you can only have one guy as Jericho's underling. But I think Sammy has established himself well since then, where now maybe he stands out on his, as his own individual. But I could see Garcia getting kicked out eventually if they wanted to. I'm wondering if they'll go into like a Kingston Pride and Powerful versus Blackpool Combat Club and Mox being in the middle or some shit. Who knows? Because I always envisioned that Mox would ter- be would, would 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 be turned against by Brian in the end. But I mean, but but who knows how long this will last? But this is a really uh, solid show. It was money well spent. I can't say that about a lot of Monday Night Raws I've been to or SmackDowns. Anyway, I enjoyed the other acts on the show as well. I thought the 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 angles between Christian Jade and Acclaimed and the Guns. I thought it was a decent show, and I'll be happy enough to see the acts, even if they didn't have their acts there because the industry reserve, you know, uh, because the industry reserve. But literally every act on the show is over with the crowd for the for the most part. I enjoyed the show. I can't complain. The show was good and exhausting. You know, it it made you know it it it, it made me like not as fun as afterwards. You know. For the remainder of the trip, which I think people I was with were you know, not appreciating, basically, but it further cements that I'm not designed for social settings, or at least moving on my own. I, at least I need to be moving on my own, basically. I, I I have fun with people, but at the same time, I don't fucking know anymore, really. So I'm gonna fucking head out. I'm probably gonna. I'll, I'll come back before money in the bank tomorrow to uh, do the recaps.
for money in the for 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 before money in the bank. I was thinking of maybe saving this, and then adding on tomorrow's fucking discourse, and then just doing a pile. But I might as well just do this now, basically. You know what I mean? I might as well. Uh, I might as well. Um, I might as well. You know. Have a happy fucking Canada Day. You know. You know. I, you know. I have. Uh, just have a happy Canada Day, I guess, you know. Just don't go to Parliament Hill, I guess, you know what I mean? But whatever. Canada Day, you know. Everyone enjoy it. Here here's a here's another fucking song that people will probably bitch to if they're listening to it. Oh, he chose this song. Oh, this song fucking sucks. Oh, this song's not fucking cool. Like the 1990s, but that's how we like it, off time and grinding. Yeah. 